Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to episode 59 of Nerd Thug Radio. Ooh, ooh. I am your Captain Joey Savage. Core DLG. Me, Go DLG. And uh, you're listening to us on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister Station. And worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Nice. Uh, don't forget, check us out, Facebook.com backslash nerd thug radio yeah please do come see us we'll talk to you we'll we got a lot of traffic that flows through that facebook page uh, a lot of good stuff we put up every day we're posting like three or four things so yeah yep. jump on board yep. hang out with us and somebody convince nico to get on social media that would be awesome if he would join the how would crowd. he even do that because he's not on it so it's like a catch-22 he's got a facebook page uh sure but he doesn't check it nope so you'll never know remember whenever i was like talking about instagram when we first started this you know yeah. like 45 episodes ago and i was like yeah man nico i started following you on instagram he's like oh i deactivated it. i haven't been on like six years <laughs> oh well so much for that i think it would have been funnier if he didn't tell you he deactivated yeah. he would have been like really that's great and then just you'd have been like well you never replied i'll do that to, to Corey because you have a twitter yeah cory dlg and you don't use it so i really don't I need a lot to of times i'll just like tag you and stuff. <laughs> just tag me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I get the emails, but I'm always like, why is he doing this? Like, he... I'll, I'll tweet out something like talking crap about Corey DLG. I know. Especially when we're talking about the click stuff leading yeah. up to it. Uh, but yeah, so check us out Twitter at Nerd Thug Radio. Yeah, nerd at Nerd Thug Radio. Nerd, nerd at Nerd Thug yeah. Radio. It's not repetitive when it's true. <laughs> no, but you can just type in Nerd Thug Radio <laughs> on Twitter and find us. That's true. Uh, we got a great episode today. We uh, we got L Graves coming up later. L Graves for the casual sexy gamer. And we also have uh, Aaron Cantu. He's going to hang out for like half the show. Yeah, he's uh, from a podcast called Two Clicks from KO. It's predominantly hero clicks, but he likes comics. Yeah, so, uh, we're going to have him on and we're going to do some Nerd Thug Radio stuff with him, including then, he's going to hang out with the weekly top three. Yes, uh, weekly top three this week is going to weekly, be lit. Weekly top 12. Weekly top 12. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's accurate. <laughs> That's I guess you're that's accurate. Like, it's like math accurate. So this week, fellas, yeah, uh, anything exciting happen in the uh, nerd life of the DL Jizzles? I um, saw Guardians of the Galaxy like seven times. Oh, finally, he synced it. He synced it. Boys I've synced it both in the 2D and three dimension. Ooh, how was Ooh. the 3D? Eh. I don't like 3D. It gives it's me not, headaches. It's not as impressive. I don't like just paying three more dollars to have stuff shoot in my face. No, I don't either. Speaking of shooting stuff at your face, I don't there goes Corey's love oh. life. Oh. But before oh. we get on to oh. anything else, Corey DLG, tell Nerd Thug Radio about our sponsors, Space Cadets Gaming. Gaming. That's right. Uh, Conroe, let me tell you about my friends, Space Cadets. With school wrapping up and summer fast approaching, when the kids need out of the house, they should go to Space Cadets. With comic books, collectible card games, board games, role-playing games, and toys, all in a family-friendly atmosphere, what more could a person ask for? Space Cadets Gaming Gaming has the largest Pokemon League in Texas and various events every day, and especially the weekends. Dungeons and Dragons, Family Game Night, and various other events are regularly scheduled at Space Cadets Gaming Gaming on Robinson Road in the Woodlands. In Oak Ridge. I get that in there. Yeah. Were you were you were you dabbing? No, I, I wasn't. I, I think you threw a dab. No, I did not. I'm gonna check the tape later. You need to check the tape. Check the tape. I'm gonna check I don't the know. tape. But if do you, you do you even check the tape? Do I you don't. even check the tape? You should. Welcome to the big leagues, boys. Boys. What, is, what does that mean? I don't really know. Yeah, like <laughs> you would know if you were in the big leagues. Yeah, you would know if you're in the big leagues, bro. I guess there's a bigger league I'm not in. I don't know. Speaking like, of big leagues, uh-oh. Uh the movie Major League? Yes. Uh Charlie Sheen is trying to pitch a Major League 3 with all the cast from Major League 2. He's trying to find someone smart enough, aka dumb enough. To give him enough money to make it. No, I would totally see that movie. I would go see it. 
I've man, those movies are great. So I don't know which one of my movie channels it is that's airing. I have all the movie channels because yep. that's that's the only reason I really even have TV. Uh-huh, I, uh-huh, that's uh-huh. between that Law and Order and, and TNT basketball. And that's why he has no money to get a haircut. No, well, no, that's not why. true. For every movie channel. Yeah. I, don't make, I don't make enough. I'm 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 poor and under. You make a pretty pity. I'm, I'm not. You I'm have not a roommate. Enough. She pays bills. I need bills. more money. Um, sponsor Nerd Thug Radio. Yeah, that's right. at, uh, we need more sponsors. Nerd Thug Radio what, at gmail.com. That's what I need. I'm broke all the time. Um, the world's an expensive place. But anyway, the world is they a air, vampire. They, <laughs> go ahead. They air a major league like all the time. I love it. Which one's your favorite? One or two? One. Yeah. Because, like, um, I you forgot. Have no marbles. Yeah. I forgot how good the movies were just in general, anyway. Right. But the first one, like, Wesley Snipes plays. Willie Mays Hayes? Willie Mays Hayes. And it's funny because I didn't realize, because I saw the second one first because we were is young. It, it's not then. Wesley Snipes. Yeah, it is. Are you sure? Yeah, it's Wesley Snipes. And on top of that, look it up. He's, not, he's not even invited to camp. He shows up and he's just like, I'm going to be a Cleveland Indian. And they keep, I thought it was Omar Epps. Uh, I think it's Omar Epps for the second one. Look it up. Check the tape. But it's Wesley Snipes for the first one. And like he keeps, he just keeps showing back up to camp. Right, right. And finally he makes a team and... Like, it's just funny. Uh, I think it's Tom Derringer. Man, I got to look yeah. at the cast now that we're talking about it. Um, this is when Renee Russo was young in Super Hot. Yeah, she um, was. Like, this is like, it, Major League was a good yep. movie. Wesley Snipes, there he is. Yeah, it is. and, the, and the, the cast was really, really, really good. And I forgot about that. I really did. I didn't remember the cast being so good. Uh, but it also even kind of had some element of, like, Good storyline, like it was a funny movie, but it also was a good movie. The eighties really was a interesting period for making movies. This came in right at the end. Tom Berenger, you were right. Yeah, so he plays like a catcher who literally, when they call him and offer him a job, he's playing baseball in Tijuana, Mexico. Yeah, and like when they call him, he's got a bottle of tequila next to the bed, and he's like hungover, and he's like, "This is obviously a prank call." And they're like, "No, seriously, come play for the Cleveland Indians." <laughs> um, and like the music is <laughs> no, really, really good. Yeah, come play for the Cleveland Indians. It, it, you're yeah. right, Omar. Dude, we nailed that. Like Omar Epps does take over that role in the second movie. Right, and it's because nobody likes Wesley Snipes. Like anybody who makes a movie, Wesley Snipes has nothing nice to say about him afterwards. No. Ryan Reynolds, who America loves, uh huh, basically said after they did Blade Trinity, like Wesley Snipes is a method actor. So when he goes on set, he is whoever he's playing the whole time. And so Blade is a huge jerk, and Wesley Snipes played that to a T the entire time he yeah. never once broke character that's all he did so a lot of ryan reynolds ad-libbing was was real because he was like he doesn't like me at all does he? i'm real i wish he would i'm, a real I'm boy. actually genuinely upset I'm right. a real live boy. he was also like you should blink more like i mean it was all like that was all unscripted real because ryan reynolds is great ryan reynolds is great but yeah man the movie was full of just great characters and it had like an element of realism there was a ball player who had the big contract and he was coming up on free agency and he didn't really want to sacrifice because he didn't want to get hurt because he He's like, my brain needs to be protected. My brain. Like, it was just kind of, it was, it's a good Wild movie. thing. We just got way too deep on Major League Baseball. <laughs> yeah, that's Major no, League. That's Not nowhere even. we were going with this episode, but, or this segment of but episode it definitely 59. was a fantastic movie. I would watch the third one. Oh, definitely. So, speaking of fantastic movies, Nico DLG finally saw Guardians of the Galaxy the Volume greatest. 2. The greatest. If you haven't seen it yet, ever. spoilers are coming. So, was it, was it what you expected, or was oh. it better than what you thought? Uh, I, I was blown away. Everything. Was it everything you thought it'd be? So one, yeah. of the, one of my big questions going into the movie was how they were going to portray Kurt Russell as Ego the Living Planet because, as we know from the comics, he's literally in the comics like a planet. A planet. A planet. Yeah. But it is 
comic accurate that he has a humanoid form. Right. Uh, you got to go way back to like the 50s and 60s. Early, early on. But it did happen a couple times where people would be like on the planet of Ego and he would like make a person to talk to so, them. Right. So, I mean, it so yeah, I was, I was super interested in how that was going to play out. I just want to be my own planet. Right. Like now there's new career goals. Didn't yeah. see the Yondu thing coming. Um, I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. Yeah, such great stuff. Uh, but Yon, there's Yondu also like the best part of that movie. <laughs> yeah, he really well. Yondu, he really stole the show. In both movies, he was exceptional. And what's the yeah. name of the What's the name of the actor who plays him? That's uh, Michael Rooker. Okay, so Michael Rooker and James Gunn have been in every movie James Gunn has directed. They're friends. They're they're, they're, they're friends. They're big time buds. James Gunn's brother and Michael Rooker have been in every single James Gunn movie, and uh, James Gunn almost didn't. First of all, he almost didn't write this script for two, and he almost didn't sign on to do a third because of Michael Rooker. Yeah, I mean, he said he had to do it for the film because I mean, we we could say it now. Let's spin out. Let's spin it out. Right. Long so Michael Rooker dies at the very end of the movie. Yondu dies. Yondu dies. And so sad. It is. Yeah, it's he a literally had death. It, what was funny is before part two came out, they had already said, "All right, guess what? We're doing Guardians of the Galaxy 3. And James Gunn was like, "Well, I haven't I haven't agreed to do that yet. Someone right. else might do it, and no one no one knew why. And now we know because right. after the movie came out, he, he's like, I, I couldn't say. imagine writing another." Guardians movie without Michael Rooker as Yondu. Well, he's never he's never made a feature film without Michael Rooker, and so they're apparently like best of friends. And so all of a sudden, the conversation was like, "What do you? How do we?" He was like, "How do I make a movie without Michael Rooker in it?" Right, which he's gonna do it, and he's he's made two great. Do you know who else is one of his best friends and is in the movie? And I didn't realize he's yes, in the movie. The guy who plays uh, Lex Luthor. Yeah, what's his real name? Um, Rosenbaum. Yeah, that sounds right. Anyway, so he, he voices the Flash on Justice League Unlimited and Justice League the, the But he cartoons. plays uh, Martin X. Yes, he plays Martin X, the, the crystal ice-looking creature who's hanging out with Sylvester Stallone in the whole right. movie. That's actually Michael Rosenbaum. Which is a uh, ode to the uh, original Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, when you see the deleted scenes, the first one is Sylvester Stallone hanging out with the captains of the Ravagers. And the ver- those that crew of various captains is supposed to be an homage to the actual original Guardians of the Galaxy. With Miley Cyrus voicing the... Uh, the ship is that right yep that's miley cyrus bro good for her yeah you know, she made it into a marvel I'm always, yeah i'm always worried about her like i don't know that she gets enough stuff so yeah so go. she just released her new album's coming i know, I know. i'm being sarcastic but uh She's what are you doing michael She's everywhere did. i mean just everybody the the stuff between mantis and drax, uh, drax is hilarious uh, so i'm reading a bunch of stuff where drax is people are essentially equating drax like what it's like to be autistic right and i think it's really kind of a nice little like I don't dislike that. I really like that people are making that connection and feeling that way about him because it, it's not who he is. He's an alien. That's how their people are. And like he even kind of comments that that's what attracted him to his wife is that she was the same way as him. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> but like the fact that the fact that the way he expresses his emotion is different from everyone else. Right. The, the autism. The people on the autism spectrum are like, hey, I can. Be, that's he's like me. I can be like him. I, I can, can be say a what I want to say. Well, they, they, I can be a superhero too. Like someone for them to look up to. I really like. I I read some articles about that night. I was like, I can. I really get it. Yeah, this that. movie was a plus plus. Rocket Raccoon had a, had a great kind of story arc in this one too. Right. And obviously, Yondu connected a little bit. Yeah, obviously, Star Lord talking to his papa. Right. I have realized I am Star Lord. No, like, you're not. I really feel like I 100% my dad, agree with this statement. I feel Why like my dad is, is out in the galaxy. Like, so, do you hear him? Like, listen, now Nico, his dad's a space. He doesn't man. want to. Will you go to space with me and help me find my dad? Of Wait course. a minute. Now I'm not invited to space? No, because you don't believe me. So no, I'd, you're out. I'd go, but Nico, the, whole, the whole time I'd be like, your I'm dad's in. not out here. Since you produce this show, I'll let you be the, the, the flyer of the plane. Oh, my god, That's a terrible idea. I'll, yeah. just, I'll just produce the music on the plane. Okay, deal, deal. <laughs> yeah. But you'll go with me. Yeah, I'll go with you. Nailed it. 
you're going to be waiting hours for launch because of him. Like, okay. you'll be like, I'm ready to go, Nico. And he'll be like, yeah, uh, I guess I'll be there, like, tomorrow. But you know what? He believes in me. You don't believe in me. That's No, I just You don't. can't go to space no, with me and Nico. You're adding a word. I I don't no. believe you. I believe in you. You're no, real. No, you I don't believe you. me. So right. with that, we're jumping out to a break. Me and the space cowboy, Nico. Yeah. You're listening to Nerd Thug Radio. That's what I'd want to be stuck in space with, Nico. <laughs> Hashtag talking nerdy to you. I'm coming for you, Dad. I will find you in space and time. Hey guys, Nico DLG here with Nerd Thug Radio. And with school wrapping up and summer fast approaching, when the kids need out of the house, they should go to Space Cadets. With comic books, collectible card games, board games, role-playing games, and toys all in a family-friendly atmosphere, what more could a person ask for? Space Cadets Gaming Gaming has the largest Pokemon League in Texas and various events every day and especially weekends. Dungeons & Dragons, Family Game Night, and various other events regularly scheduled at Space Cadets Gaming Gaming on Robinson Road and in the Woodlands. Hi, this is Rob Guillory, the artist of Chew. Just want to say shout out to Nerd Thug Radio. Keep it real. One on one, hours to go. Nerd Thug Radio. I am Joey Savage, and he is Corey DLG and producer Nico. Nice. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Killing it. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. Nico DLG. You're listening to us on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister stations. Worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Conroe, there's a new sports bar in town, Wild Thing Restaurant, 1488, I-45, cold drinks, great food, great scenery, TVs that show local sports and world sports. Wild Thing Restaurant. I-45, 1488. Great scenery. I'd be a great punk singer, I think. Uh, yeah, you'd be good at that. Because they don't really have to sing. No, no. You you could have been the other guy in um in Third Eye um, Goo Goo Dolls. <laughs> yeah, I could <laughs> have been that guy. Yeah, you right. could be the other guy, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would have been awesome. That would have been awesome. Okay, you sing Iris. I'm going to do all the crappy songs. Excellent deal. <laughs> Nailed it. I'm in. <laughs> deal. Excellent. Yes, bears, beats, black bears. Um, So. Black bears, man. Black I have so. Oh, man. Okay, so real quick, real quick, real quick, 30 seconds, just tell, tell them the, the brown bear story you told me. Okay, so. And then we, I'm going to get into what, what I think it off my chest. So Joey and I were talking, and I, I honestly, this factoid, I had read it earlier in the day, and it had been sticking with me all day, and I was like, I have to tell you something that's messed up. I need to ruin your day, too, because it's ruining mine. It ruined my day. And Joey was like, okay, yeah, what's up? So I said, all right, check this out. And I think it's black bears, it might be brown bears, so I might get this part wrong. Beats. They like to eat their prey alive. And because of that, there's a story in Russia where this 20-year-old hiker was getting eaten alive and was able to call her mom via cell phone three different times during the attack. The last phone call was like, I don't feel any pain anymore, Mom. I'm sorry for everything. I love you. Bye. That was Ursa Major, by the way, that ate her. <laughs> I just want to throw up now. Right. Like, like, isn't that uh, crazy? Like, bears. Like Bears. Beats. I'm always scared of grizzly bears. Battlestar like Galactica. A billion pounds, but... Now it turns out black bears are the serial killers of the jungle of the woods. Well, it's like crazy that um, you ever heard the story of the bear man or whatever. Yeah, that guy he got eaten by bears too. Right. But those were grizzlies. Him and his his, his chick. girlfriend. Yeah, because convinced... everybody warned them not to go back. Right. Well, he he thought he could talk to bears. Right. Like that's his own fault. Okay. So they have they have uh, they have like their video recording where they get mauled. Yeah. Well, yeah. Because yeah, I've heard the audio before. Right. It's yeah. awful. That is it terrible. Is awful. Speaking of awful, I have to get something off my chest. Okay. All right. So, some news broke over the weekend. Oh, are you okay? No, I'm not. Okay. About Fox's, or I guess it's Sony, or no, maybe Fox, their new X-Men show movie. 
Oh, okay. Uh, new right. Mutants. I'm not sure I've heard this. Okay, so I'm going to ruin my life with you here. Oh, okay. So, the whole right. life? All right. New Mutants yeah. by Josh Boone is going to start shooting uh, in the summer, early fall. Okay. They haven't given me my invitation yet to be on the movie. Um, yeah, and so Josh Boone has come out and basically said they're taking this to new heights. They're doing something different. Okay. There, there's no costumes. I mean, okay. It's going right. to be a horror film. Wait. Um... What is the one thing I hate? You hate scary movies. What's the one thing I love? Superhero movies. And the X-Men. What am I going to do? Well, you're not going to watch it because you're oh, a lady no. boy. You'll be, there. You'll be there opening day. No, you won't. I'm he's, get... he's a lady boy. I'll wind up having to take Allie and the kids. To I'm going to get hammered and then go watch it. Like, no, basically, you're going to remember, remember like... any of it. You're going to be like, hey, what happened to New Mutants? Right. Yeah, but I'm like, I was there. I want to film you just doing Do it. It's going to be like the first episode of Legion where he ends it early and doesn't even know the last yeah. half hour. Yeah. So basically, he, he kind of said that it's six teens, no, no costumes, whatever. Six teens. <laughs> maybe five, I don't know. But they're going to be trapped, I guess, like in a hospital or a, some kind of school, and they're trying to work together to escape. Okay. I mean, I like the idea. I just don't like horror movies, man. I know. You, <laughs> you know... I think of this distress on so, Joey Kane. So pre-Comic Palooza, we had our buddy... Uh, Ken Costantino. Ken Constantino. Thank you. I never can say his name. Ken Constantino. So he came on. And, and crew. And, and crew. Well, on the show, he came on and pitched his movie, Attack of the Killer Shrew. Yeah, and I interviewed all of them, and Nico's going to put up this week. It's dope. Yeah, yeah that, oh, that's true. I haven't seen that one yet. So anyway, when that movie was... When, when that movie was actually airing, Kyle Palooza, your kids and your wife were there, and I'm pretty sure you did that on purpose so that you wouldn't have to watch a scary movie. No, I was I was literally going to go see it, and then he was like, it comes on Sunday at 3, and that was the only day that the whole family was going to be there, and the floor closes at 5 on Sunday. Right. So I was like, yeah, probably not going to make it. I think he did it on purpose because he's scared. Purposeful. He's scared. But why they got to make a horror film with even after, character? Even after I saw it, the, the first thing Joey asked me was, was it scary? Was it scary? <laughs> was it spooky? Was it scary? <sighs> Look, it's going to be cool, man. They're going to have superpowers. It's not going to be a horror movie. It better not be, or I'm going to riot. Watch it be not like, my watch, X-Men. watch not it. My X-Men. Watch it be like Warlock is like the villain. Like no. He's like messing with everybody. It'll probably be like Shadow King. No, the they said it's like. Uh, I really hope it's Death Warlock. Bear or something along those lines. <laughs> what? Yeah, I forgot what, what they said. What is going Dark, on? I don't know. Dark Bear. It's yeah. just a grizzly bear. Y'all keep talking, y'all keep talking about, talk about it. I'll find it. Go. So who do you, so who, who have they said is in it? I know Danny Moonstar is supposed to be in it. I think Magic's in it. Uh, Maisie Williams is playing Wolfsbane. Oh, God. I love um, Maisie Williams. Sunspot's in it. Okay. I mean, this um, is going to be a good movie. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I, don't, I don't doubt it. I don't. Uh, he's, just, he's just upset because he he just he just doesn't want it to be a horror movie. No, he's like, he doesn't want to get spooked. He's a big spooky. I don't get spooked at all. I, I can't sleep. Someone hold me. <laughs> like I don't understand how you're such Mirage a baby. Mirage is gonna be in it. Oh man, I like Mirage too. How can you be such a baby about this? I don't know. Is Cannonball gonna be in there? I guess that would kind of defeat the point of the breaking out of the hospital. <laughs> right. Cannonball break it away. Yeah. <laughs> break it. They're like we're stuck. And Cannonball's like bye. <laughs> See you guys later. Just Every savage has a flaw. Horror You're movies just, horror? That's your kryptonite? That's my kryptonite. Okay, all right. We should, we should strap him to a chair and just play horror movies well, back to back. And they're having talks with Rosario Dawson to be in the movie, which is... I guess I haven't started filming yet, so it's fine. No. So, I don't know. I mean, Who would she be? That I don't know. Like, the villain. Like dun, dun, Old Storm? Dun, dun. Like, who's she supposed to be? As I look for this news... Oh, here it is right here. New Mutants is a full-fledged horror movie starting to film in July. I mean, look, if you just leave superheroes as superhero movies, the genre will get stale. So they have to do, like, Guardians of the Galaxy is kind of a buddy flick. 
That's such a great movie. Oh um, my God. It blows my mind. It was, I mean, it was. It was really good. I enjoyed myself in that one. Yes. And they, and they laid this, the groundwork for Adam Warlock, yep. who may or may not show up in the Infinity War stuff. I don't know what they're going to do there. I thought they said he wasn't going to be in it. Well, they have? I, I, that's what I, I thought I, they said they were setting him up to be like the villain in season whatever, or episode three of Guardians of the Galaxy. Is Adam that what Warlock. they're doing? Yeah. That could be it. He's a pretty powerful dude. He's pretty strong. He's a big deal. Yeah, he is a big deal. Um, I can't find it. I'll, so I, I really just hope it's Warlock. No, that would be great. But, see, um, but also, like Warlock, like shape shifting around. As I'm looking like for through this, the hospital. Yeah, as I'm looking for this, that'd be neat. That'd be neat. Um, Corey, I um, I got off with you this week and told you that uh, Sony is looking at filming a uh, Black Cat slash Silver Sable movie. They yeah. want to start filming at the end of this year. How, what do, I know. You, how I, do you feel about that? I saw that. It looked, they look pretty serious because they already have a director attached yeah. to it. So this is something they're... She directed the pilot for the Cloak and Dagger TV right, show. Right, right. And they've already... They did Ed Hardy. or uh, Yeah, Ed Hardy. No, Ed... Uh, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Man, the shirts. Yeah. Tom Hardy just signed to do Venom. So they're they're Ooh. pushing ahead with a, a shared universe concept. They're really taking advantage of the fact that Marvel is... Is, is, is helping them out. Is bumping Spider-Man up. Now, are, do you think these characters are going to be in in a movie universe with the others? I, I think don't. They could be. They could I don't be, think, right? I, I don't think anytime soon, though. I don't know if they would necessarily cross over with the Marvel stuff, only because I say this, Marvel's pretty much slated up. Yeah, that's um, what I was saying. I don't think so anytime soon. So it'd be like soon. Phase 5, but I could see Sony maybe doing their own Spider-Man you know, little universe. Well, but like they could, I mean, well, I mean... If they're going to use the Spider-Man, they have to use Tom Holland, right? Yeah, definitely. So no, like, like cause because because Marvel already has like their whole deal, like Demon Bear. Demon Bear is the villain for Demon Bear. Uh, okay, so that means Danny Moonstar's in it because Demon Bear is yeah, like Danny Moonstar is it. It's like the op. It's like her like right her personal like arch villain. All right, please so explain. Who knows what the, uh, who is, who like is Demon mis- Bear? He's like a so Danny Moonstar is a, is a is a true and through Native American. Right. And they actually didn't necessarily portray her as a terrible stereotype in the 80s, which was kind of neat. Although, old Sam Guthrie from Kentucky did get played up as a white country boy stereotype and hated her for like the first 20 issues because she was an Indian. Um, and I don't mean Indian, I mean Indian feather. Like she was like a like Native American. Right. She was like proud. She was like a proud member of a tribe, and like they named it and everything. Like she was a, she was she was a real Indian in in this, and she had the power to project like make your fears come alive and then her tribe had like a spirit animal and then it like betrayed them and it's the demon bear and the demon bear is like it was supposed to be like their guardian but it's like a bad guy now mm. and so, so that's, that's what just, they're gonna like, be running from this all fits perfectly together yeah it, it does. Really does horror flick i'm horrified but yeah i mean, I mean like grizzly bears or whatever bears eat you alive anyways yeah, so yeah. I mean, like now there's a demon one do you see why we did this segment yeah oh see, it's so clever all tied to blowing my mind. I it's like, like a shared universe or something. Right. I do like the demon bear thing, though. I mean, that's that's not a terrible idea because. I, and that okay. So just demon before we jump out, before we jump right. out, I do it's, like probably be in the school. I do like the concept that Sony's kind of hedging their bet on how great Spider Man's going to be. And, I think and it's going to be amazing and taking some risk. And okay, let's do it. Everybody's wanting the Venom. I would like it to be Asian Venom. That would like that's Tom Hardy would be a perfect agent. That's Venom. probably where they're gonna go with this because you right. can't do him as a. I mean, you could. Agent look, Venom would be perfect look, for Tom Hardy. And Tom Hardy could play kind of anything because like he's doing a uh, a TV show right now, um, and I don't remember the name of it. I'm sure someone will hit me with it and, and be mad that I don't remember the name of it. It's the Victorian era, and he plays kind of this gray character who. Harlots. No. Is that he, on Hulu. 
uh, no, it's 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 on TV, and he's oh, okay. he's like a brutal, like he murders people, but he's also kind of the good guy of the show. Okay. Um, but he's the 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 whole show revolves around him, and he's he's already just this kind of, he plays Mad Max. I mean, yeah. And I, I, I'm a big believer that we need more female-driven-led movies. And I would love to see a black cat on screen. When we did our um, Netflix stuff yeah. uh, early, early on in Earth Dog Radio's life. Silver Sable, that's that right. That was one of my picks. Yep. And you uh, can, we can see the future. And you can do a wild pack with that. Like, yep. I mean, you can do a lot of stuff. Let's do a lot of stuff, and let's jump out to a break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to have uh, L. Graves on for the casual sexy gamer. Whoop, You're whoop. listening to Nerd Thug Radio. Hashtag talking nerdy to you. Hey guys, Joey Savage with Nerd Thug Radio. Conroe's newest sports bar, Wild Thing, is a modern-day rustic saloon with all-American charm. Wild Thing, a bar and restaurant in the Conroe Woodlands area, right off FM 1488 and I-45 with a welcoming ambiance and atmosphere of delicious food, relaxation, and quality entertainment. Wild Thing has over 70 televisions regularly airing local and nationally televised sporting events, as well as daily specials and pricing. Wild Thing Bar and Restaurant, the best scenery in town. This is Elle Graves, cosplayer slash prop maker, and I like puppies. This is Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. Nico DLG. And you're back uh, for the monthly casual sexy gamer as we're joined by our friend and cosplay extraordinaire who loves puppies, L. Graves. Oh, Graves cosplay. <laughs> Let me announce myself. Oh, okay. okay? Here she is. For myself. Oh, oh, here she is. Oh, the diva. Oh, <laughs> this oh is like month, month four, and she yeah. already taken entitled. over. She's like a writer showed up today in the emails. Okay, Eleanor Gravesley, please introduce yourself. <laughs> Hi, I'm El Graves cosplay, a cosplayer, prop builder, and video game fanatic who also really loves puppies. Pretty much everything I just said. I mean, it sounds Basically. better. Exactly, but sounds... I did it better. So. Right, it does sound does better it? when she says it. Yeah. Does it? Yeah. All right. By the way, L, if you want, we have an opening for main host of the show. Yeah, uh, whenever this, you're ready. This man child with a beard is out. No, we're going to replace you. So her. we're in the uh, monthly time where we uh, talk uh, video games. Yes. With our friend L. So, uh, L, uh, anything exciting coming up video games this month or anything exciting that happened last month since we spoke? Um, well, I mean... I'm excited because Tekken 7 is going to be coming out, Crash Bandicoot, and uh, of course, I mean, there's nothing new with anything Elder Scrolls Online, but Elder Scrolls Online Morrowind for PS4, Xbox One, and uh, PC is going to be June 6th, so hopefully people get excited about that because Skyrim. Right, right. Can you say Crash Bandicoot um, again? Huh? Can you say Crash Bandicoot again, please? Just one time. (laughs) <laughs> what, is, what are you <laughs> It just sounded really funny She's like Crash Bandicoot And I liked it And I wanted her to say it again And she got Yeah now she's like quiet. I don't even want You spooked her Right now she doesn't even want to do the show anymore What do anymore. I do now Right Okay so yeah. back, back to video show games Show ruined Segment ruined That's it Unlistenable And okay That's it. Well I'm out You guys have fun <laughs> This is what happens When you do the show Joey <laughs> uh, so What anyway. about you guys Anything you guys Are excited about Um I'm I'm actually it, it came out right here at the end of this month. Injustice Two is now now that that's out, people actually get to play. Oh yeah, it. we were talking about that uh, last month. Yeah, yeah, and it kind of came out and Maybe like it's come out to a ton of hype too. Like I'm seeing it all over Facebook. The Chive did stuff with it. Like 
it's it's a big deal, man. Yeah, that's true. When a good game is yeah, I've seen quite a bit on it too. I haven't played it yet. I've mainly just like seen the skins. Yeah, I like uh, I like a lot of the costume looks, a lot of the armors and stuff like that. It's just the the new fighting games that have been coming out recently are just they're just so exciting. It just really makes me sad because Street Fighter Five was such a disappointment. Yeah. (laughs) Like they got they're they're like okay we're gonna release Street Fighter Five. It's got versus and training. That's it. <laughs> no story mode? Nope. What? They didn't get story mode till like almost a year later. Ah, that's ridiculous. Kind of... hey, speaking of um of Street Fighter, who are your favorite Street Fighter characters? Because I'm an avid Street Fighter fan yes. and obviously like Cammy. But um who okay. do you guys play if you play <laughs> I, I go I go strictly Chun Li and I throw the million kick thing and that's all I do because I'm terrible at fighting games. So I just stand there and throw Don't a million. Like that. That's me. That's me. <laughs> Button smashing Corey. Or I'd be uh, the little monster guy, Blanca, and i just crouch down in the corner one. and electrocute for 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's an infinite <laughs> that's strategy. It. That's right. That's actually uh, how, you, how you play professionally. That's, I know. That's, just, he's never lost a game of Street Fighter. Attack. My favorite character to play as is Vega, just because. His claw hand? Yeah, that claw hand looks super dope when I was a kid. He's like the only guy who brought a weapon to the Street Fighter. Yeah, fight. so I was like, oh, I'm going to be this guy. But my favorite character, just overall, was Zangief. I just, I like that guy. <laughs> I could never, great. I could never win with him, but I just always wanted to play with him because he was this huge Russian wrestler, and I was like, that could be me if I was Russian. Who's the guy Red who Sun looks like Savage. a like a giant Muay Thai kick fighter? Uh, Sagat. Sagat. Yeah, yeah he got the cool. eye patch and the big scar. He's from, yeah, he's from Thailand. He looked real. Scary. He's also seven feet tall. Oh boy! Right. Like, how did he not stick That's out? That's terrifying. Time? No, he, it? he is. There's like cutscenes where it's like he's like got a like kid on his shoulder, and the kid's like just the size of his head. Okay. <laughs> Doesn't his like arm and hands extend really no, long too? That's the wholesome. That's uh, wholesome. That's, oh, that's, the, like that's that yoga. That's yoga fire. I have his here real quick. Yoga fire. Yeah. Yeah. I like yoga fire. Um, I also like Scorpion and Sub Zero. And, that's uh, not, not that's, oh, not, that's not Street Fighter. Oh. Wrong, not, game. Yeah, wrong, wrong game. Yeah, wrong game. Whoops. Who who's yours, Al? <laughs> Cammy. Um, favorite character to play as? It's definitely a tie between Cammy and uh, Crimson Viper, but just overall, of course. Yeah. Really, you can't get more amazing than Bison. He's pretty much like the coolest character next to like Ganon. <laughs> I feel like you're M. cheating if you go M. Bison, though, M. right? M. Bison. Because he's got all, like, he's Well, he's I'm not the saying I play as Bison. I'm saying I, I like him the most as character. Okay. he's He is fun to play as, though. Who, His little flippy kick thing? Oh, yep. Broken. Good who's, stuff. Who's the, uh, who's the bad guy? The uh, the one who looks kind of like Ken and Rai, who has the big Mardi Gras beads? Oh, uh, Akuma. Akuma. He looks, Mardi Gras beads. He looks super scary. <laughs> big Mardi Gras beads. I don't even want to know what he did to get those, because those are huge. But, uh, yeah, those are, they look he like Mardi Gras beads. He marks some folk just for those Mardi yeah. Gras beads. They were like, show <laughs> They were like, show us here. And he was like, oh, do it. And then they were like, never mind, just take them. Just take he them. can shoot them in the air. That's why he's Never screwed. mind. Man down. Take them. <laughs> Speaking of fighting games, they did announce, uh, what, Capcom, Marvel, the next oh, yeah. series? Infinite. Infinite? Yeah. That looks super dope. Yeah. I'm really excited because uh, Sigma from Mega Man X is in that. Yeah, that, that game looks totally sweet. Ultron's also in that. He looks dope. Yeah, he does. Like he like summons like Ultron drones to like come fight for him, to like shoot laser beams to like that combo like people cheating. up. It, but it's well, when you're Ultron, you. what are you gonna do with all your drones? Just like, you that's, know, that's his bit. Have a built-in audience. <laughs> oh yeah. L, do you like the Capcom versus Marvel series? I'm not personally a fan of it. I just could never get into them, and I think it's because I had a friend in high. Yeah, 
that high school friend was really. And I, I just got worn out on them so much that I just no longer enjoy them. <laughs> That's understandable. Yeah, like he, people get burned out on stuff. So Tekken, is it Tekken? Yeah, because 7? I would, I would go over to his house and be like, "Yeah, man, let's play some video games," and he would only play that game, <laughs> nothing else. Maybe he didn't want to competitive. It, it, it was just too much. <laughs> this is all we're playing today. Maybe he didn't want to mess up like his save files on the other games. He's like, "Oh, L's coming over. She's terrible. Like, I'll just play this one." <laughs> That's all. Play a fighting game. She's terrible. <laughs> I'm actually the worst gamer ever. Are you? That's my life. I don't even deserve. No, I'm actually pretty decent. <laughs> I figured. But... <laughs> I mean, look, as as I've never played a video game with you, but as much as you brag and talk about video games, I, I would hope you'd be at least decent at it. I also have, like, a huge ego, so even if I'm really bad, I'm going to think I'm, like, the best person ever. You and Corey are so, so. much alike. <laughs> yeah, we really are. Um, I, I am the best person at radio. You're I'm like, the best person at doing like anything You're, like, siblings separated at birth. That's exactly Oh, my God. Are you, you my brother? You are. Yeah, you are siblings. Nope. Separated That's at weird. birth. That's weird. It is weird. It's weird for me, too, because it changes so much of our <laughs> dynamics. I'm not even going to lie. This... this <laughs> This makes so many of my dark thoughts weird. <laughs> Speaking of dark thoughts, there's a there was a trailer for a game that came out this month. The game doesn't come out until November. Oh, I know where you're going. That's but okay. Lego Marvel 2 is coming out. Oh, yeah. Oh, Real dark. Man. <laughs> that game is going to be <laughs> awesome. Can I just say I'm embarrassed about how bad I... Like, Lego Marvel is one of those games that makes me realize how bad of a gamer I am. Yeah, you're horrible. Because it's made like your four-year-old son He's can five. play through it. Five-year-old now. Can play through it, and I get stuck at all the puzzles, and like I don't know what to do here. And like three, he was, he beat the game at like three. Yeah, and I don't know what to do when Corey I get to the puzzles. has no clue what's going on. It's because you didn't start early That's with amazing. the Lego games. Yeah, he is. He's. he's it is amazing. His kid's smarter than the best radio host ever. That's pretty <laughs> impressive. He's not smarter than me. I mean, but do you do you have to be smart to be like a good radio host? Uh, um, I tell people that yes. Not that I'm questioning any of your intelligence. Way too late for that. But. <laughs> no. You, <laughs> You have to have some kind of radio smarts, which Corey clearly doesn't have. Got to have the talent. You know yeah. what? Just just mute his mic for the rest of this. We don't need him for this. I mean, You're, I could. Okay, but so is, is like it you. more important to have, like, just, like, the radio voice, or is it more important to have, like, radio smarts? Well, I think Because I feel like if I'm listening to the radio and they have a good voice, they could just be talking about, like, anything, and I would just good. be, like, entranced. That is, that is also a good thing. Right. See, and I've got a pretty good radio voice. I'll, I'll say that about myself, obviously. Um, but also more importantly, I have the perfect face for radio. Because it's ugly. So, like, I'm, I'm, I'm really, like, the perfect radio person. Yeah, no, it's really good to have a good radio voice, because, like you said, you could say whatever. And be like, Man, that voice is really good. I'm going to listen. For two episodes, but I then the once you like, no one Once you knows. understand what's going on, if you don't have smarts, it doesn't have to be radio smarts. You just you have to be personable and be able to talk about what you're talking about. Um, then that's what carries you in the long run. The voice can only get you so far, okay. but your knowledge is what will carry you knowledge. till the end. It's like being a cosplayer. Like, looks help, uh, but also you got to be good at making a costume. Right. You show up in you gotta foil. got to be good at making costumes? Yeah, right? I mean, and then, and then what you guys judge them on? Their costume-making yeah. ability? See? Right. Like, so well, hot... it's hard sometimes because certain cosplayers, are their skill level is so advanced that when they enter in competition, if there's not prejudging, we get confused because we're like, this is so well-made. We don't know if it was handmade or factory-made. Mm, fair point. Fair point. Pretty much anything I wear would so be So I'm sure there's, there's been instances where they didn't have to be good at making a costume, and it just seemed like they were, which right. is unfortunate. But 
Well, and, and honestly, if someone like asked and I was wearing a costume, I would just tell them I made it like regardless. Right. Did you make this? There's a target That's tag. That's terrible. That. Yeah, yeah, I made it though. I don't care if it's a target tag. Look, I made it. There's no honor amongst losing, okay? <laughs> that, if you ain't first, you're last. Dang it, Bobby. <laughs> hey, so real quick, we're, we're going to get out of here in a minute. Um, Skyrim Morrowind. At first, I thought this was a whole new game because in the Skyrim, in the Elder Scrolls world, Morrowind and Skyrim were like different games. Um, mm-hmm. So this is an expansion. Are they opening up a whole new world or what are they doing? I'm not exactly sure. Anything that comes out Skyrim, I just always assume it's going to be the same exact thing. <laughs> That's kind of what it always feels like. Even for the expansion packs, it's kind of like... It's more of the same. There's not much... Yeah, well, they kind of... They felt like they, they nailed their dynamic very early on. They never really got away from that. Yeah, it, it just doesn't ever feel like anything new. So even if it is something new, don't expect it to be anything new. Right, right. Yeah, they're not going to... Well, they're not going to reinvent the wheel here. I mean, pretty much everybody knows yeah. what they like about that. But um, but yeah. So and I mean, do we ever really fully discover everything in Skyrim? I think there's always something you're like, you've been playing the same, same character for like four years, and and you still you find, find a new, new area, yeah, and you're exactly. like, well, <laughs> I started over six times. I don't want to ever play that game again. And like when they, when I, I never started. play only as naked Argonian women. Mm. That's my the dream. lusty Argonian maid. Didn't you ever read the book? And then when the uh, when the I know when the game came out, it came out with that that guide that was like 400 pages. Um, no, thank you. Yeah, it's it's a pretty intense That's game. I I have the uh, like the collector's guide, and I have opened it one time. There you go. There's your there's your Just nerd once. credentials right there. And uh, with yeah. that, that's how you know we've got the uh, best expert in sexy gaming. That's how you know you're a casual gamer. Sexy casual gamer. There you go. <laughs> Eleanor Grizzly. Do you have to be sexy to open the guide once, though? Yes. I feel like most people that have hands or feet could do that. No. No. All right, we're going to get out of here. Even with a mouth, you could still open the book. True. <laughs> true. True, true, true. True. With a friend, you could. All right, we're going to get out of here, and uh, we'll, we'll be right back. And when we come back, we're going to have uh, <laughs> our friend, A.A. Ron Cantu. From two clicks from KO. Stay tuned. Nerdtech Radio! This is Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio. A lot of people have been thinking of starting their own business, or that it's time to change or reignite their career, or maybe even that it's time for them to figure out their next career move. Then launch your dream career weekend is for them. June 3rd and 4th. This two-day training will help them clear the roadblocks in the way of the success that they deserve, identify what they cherish most, and help them set career goals that they'll be able to achieve. For pricing, check out www.launchmydreamcareer.com. This is Chuck Huber, the voice of Android 17 and Dr. Stein. Nerd Thug Radio is awesome. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Oh, oh. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. Nico DLG. You're listening to us on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister stations. Worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. This segment, we are joined by a new friend of Nerd Thug Radio. It is uh, Aaron Cantu from the podcast Two Clicks from KO. Say hello. What up? So, uh, Aaron, uh, we kind of bumped into each other. We did your uh, show uh, last week, the Two Clicks from KO podcast, so you guys should check it out, their Facebook page. Um, and basically, we just kind of bumped into each other from commenting back and forth on the Facebook pages, and here we are now. 
this beautiful friendship and my black leather vest. So I have to ask, uh, who slid into whose DMs first? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Aaron, I mean, was it was it was it Joey? He tends he seems to be a little aggressive in these situations. I'm a DM slider. Yeah. According to the last segment, mm, you're a DM slider. I think I think it was like uh, I was like, hey man, cool show, and then he was like. Hey, can I have your phone number? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. That's kind of odd. Then I, also, I was like, that's like, kind of odd, but all right. I was like, what do you wear? Like, do you have candy? Do you have candy? Because I'll get in the van with you. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think you hit me up. It was like, cool show. And we back and forth. I'm like, hey, we should do something together. It was just yeah. love at first sight. I know. Like all Now all I talks about is you. I'm starting to get a little jealous. <laughs> you oh, should be. It. Like, he'll text me all the time. He'll be like, Aaron is so funny. Aaron was so sweet the other night. You should have seen our conversation. And then he'll screenshot it and send it to me. And I'm like, I just saw it. Like, I just, just sent it. So Aaron does a, uh, a podcast. It's called Two Clicks from KO. It's uh, predominantly about Hero Clicks, our favorite tabletop game. Absolutely. Um, so how long have you, because Two Clicks from KO has gone through a couple different, like, changes. So how long have you actually... Like, the show's just been you. I mean, it was you and Brandon before, and now it's just you by yourself. Just mm-hmm. take us through the history of, of yeah. how Two Clicks from KO came about. So the podcast itself was started by a buddy of mine, Brandon, um, about four years ago. Um, and it had a short run, and then uh, I picked it back up with him. And, you know, I wasn't the host then. I picked it up with him uh, after the first month of War of Light. Uh, storyline play event um the first month of that which was 2014 i think so yeah uh, june of 20 yeah june of 2014 and then uh this i think december was his uh last episode uh or we did the new year's episode and that was his last episode <clears throat> so it's been pretty much shifted to format to where I'm just doing different interviews with different people, um, weekly, the bi- slash bi-weekly. Uh, and I don't know, it's pretty cool. I- I'm enjoying it. Yeah, no, it's, it's very fun. Like I said, when we were on your show, and I think we talked about this before, your your show, your podcast about clicks is probably the only one that I listen to. I just, you know, I find it very mm-hmm. interesting. I don't, I don't really dabble in anybody else's, uh, but you guys, even when it was you and Brandon and now you by yourself, y'all have, Done a great job of covering the game from the meta scene to the fun scene to everything in between. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So the con- the concept of the show is that we blur the lines between uh, casual and hardcore. So the idea being to make if you're a casual, you consider yourself a casual player or a hardcore player. The idea is to make it more the other side of it more accessible to you. So. If you're casual and you want to get into competitive play, ideally listening to the show will help you do that. And on the other end of the spectrum, you have players who they don't get why their local players hate them when they show up because <laughs> they're so hardcore. So the idea is, you know, they can tone down and like kind of learn how to have fun with it. Right, which is is very very true. There's being from Houston and being from Texas, we've got you know a handful of some of the the best players, HeroClix players in the world. Um, there's not a lot of them though. When I run into, we run into them that we're like, oh man, I hate mm-hmm. that guy. Like they're all, even though they're really good, they're all very friendly here. A lot of them actually now are all, all on Team Ragnarok together in some. Yeah, they've all just fashion. banded up, and we refuse to right. join. That's why we started our thug. That's right. right. We're the NWO of, uh, <laughs> of Hero Clicks, uh, but we never win. Can, can I tell you, Aaron, what's my favorite part about your show? Yes, it's just you doing it, right? 
Yeah, it's just yeah. you by yourself. That's the best part. Like that's <laughs> I envy you so much. See, when we started this radio show, Corey wanted to be by himself, and he figured Didn't it out work. he it was, couldn't do it. It was probably our best episode. The worst. Um, but, you know, Joy was like, I've got nothing going on in my life. I sit at home all day, every day. Please let me help every you. Every day and all day. And then Nico was just like, hey, what are you guys doing? Are you guys doing a podcast? Can I get on a podcast? I like when Corey just You came to me. Corey just makes up stuff. Podcast? You're just going to do your podcast? <laughs> So uh, we, we did your show last week. See, I nailed it. We did your show last week. You kind of grilled us with some some hero clicks questions. So now we're gonna kind of flip the script on you, um, and just learn Let's a little bit it. about uh, Aaron Cantu. You know, that, you should just go by that name from now on. I, I wouldn't do it, man. I Don't give it. in. He gives nicknames to everybody, and they're usually terrible. Double uh, Aaron. Double Aaron. He's pretty sure he's clever though. Like I don't know who told him once that he was funny. Super clever. But, so just just start here. Um, what was the set that you started playing this game with? Um, critical Mass. Critical Mass. In the very beginning. Ago, very, yeah. From the jump. Not, not like, the beginning, beginning, but... Like the third I set mean, or the fourth. Because the beginning is like Infinity Challenge and... Do you know, I actually bought... I actually bought the starter set of Infinity Challenge and two boosters the day Heroclix came out. Yeah. And nobody yeah. would play with me because it, it wasn't what it is now. And also, it was... In the very in the beginning, Hero Clicks was pretty lame. Uh, they did like the mm-hmm. rookie, uh, the rookie veteran experience thing. Like there was three of each one with the yeah, and, stuff. and then there was like 120 figures. The boosters were in four packs. Yeah. The whole thing was a mess. The rule, the rules were kind of dumb at that point. The, the, right. the the tokening wasn't quite worked out yet. I mean, it was all it was. Yeah, I, I mean, like, if any challenge has 196 figures, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, I think we came in at a good time. I got into it. Right when Amazing Spider-Man dropped, right before um, Fear itself, and that's kind of what, right. Mm-hmm. You know, that was that was kind of a mm-hmm. a fun time to get in. There's a lot to learn, but it was it was it was super fun. Um, so let's that's just roll. Brandon's starting point too. Yeah. So let's uh let's roll to this next question. Um, next question, guys. So um, you asked us this question, so we're gonna ask you what is your what's your favorite click that you you play like. Whenever you're building a team or you're just like, man, I, I keep going back to this guy. Like, this is the guy I like. Oh, man. I guess that's a tough one because I don't really play that much stuff. Very, like, I don't play the same stuff. I like to play different stuff. Right, right. You got to have a favorite I, I can I can tell you probably the mo- the figure I've played the most more than anything is the um, veteran Spider-Man from Critical Mass. As the first figure I got, and I just played the crap out of that figure when it came out. So um, easily, easily that's figure I played the most, other than maybe like a con artist or something. But like uh, those aren't those aren't really characters. They're just like you know streetwalkers. Some dudes. Streetwalkers. That's not what those people are. Streetwalkers <laughs> are something totally, Whoa. totally different. They do take tokens though. Um, yeah. So my question is: so HeroClix is obviously based on comic books and comic book characters. Yeah. Uh, are you, are do you, do you nerd out over any of the comic book stuff? Are you into comics or what, what, what's your yeah, angle? I read, so I, re, I casually read comics. Um, I'm not really a hardcore reader, although like when I find a storyline, I like get super into it. Um, like Kingdom Come, when I first read it, I thought it was amazing. Yeah. yeah that's a um, great one. When, when the trade, when the trade paperback came out, I bought it, went to Wizard World LA, got it signed by Alex Ross, who's my favorite comic book artist. That's cool. Um, and, you know, I've got, 
uh, I've got the entire, um, what's it called? Annihilation storyline. Oh, yeah. Um, I really like those, too. I like the second one, the Conquest. Because Conquest, Conquest had the uh, yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy in it. Yeah, it leads <laughs> in the Guardians of the Galaxy. Which yeah. then I, that's when I really got into those characters, and I, I fell in love with those characters. So, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I'll read, like, Batman stuff, Flash stuff. Um, so like you know characters that I'm fond of I'll read but like I didn't grow up reading comics I grew up um, in a pretty country area so you know like like there was like Bun Boys or something like that was the grocery store (laughs) and we would go there seriously and we would go there and like sometimes they'd have like uh, Darkman comics or something like that you know Uh, and in fact in fact Darkman was like the first comic I ever bought that is so, so weird because Darkman was such a bad comic book. Like, <laughs> it's so weird. Right. So, yeah, you know, I didn't grow up really reading comics, but um, I got into them for a little while, but then I was, like, spending entirely too much money just, like, buying comics. But I do yeah, have, a, yeah. have a decent collection. Yeah, no, I believe me, I, I totally understand that. that can, yeah, those comics can get you real quick. So, well, can, so can you real quick. Yeah. So we got a couple minutes for this segment closes out so we'll, we'll end on this question um resources have been a huge deal um since what the infinity gauntlet yeah uh, but no mm-hmm. no, is no man's land or is like infinity gauntlet was the first one right okay okay so out of all the resources that they've released which one has been your favorite mm, my favorite uh probably the power plant I, I, I think it's the most versatile of all the resources. Um, and it's, it has, it has like a theme to it. You know, it's nice. It's really nice to like collect the rings and things of the sort. And uh, there's a lot of really cool tricks you can do with it. You know, what's funny is that I, I, I never once played against it. I never once used it mm-hmm. one time. I know it's the only resource I've never owned. Yeah. Up until like the new, I don't have a Supreme intelligence, but right. Other than that, that's mm. the only one I, I I haven't had. Like when they when they started. You, go ahead. I was gonna say I can tell you my least favorite is like all of the power batteries. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Those are so stupid. Man. The power batteries wound up being I think way overpowered. Just the different, the orange one could cancel one color of the like, entire opposing it team. It would have been cool the, if it was just the green one. Like that would have been okay. No, that's so, it, that would have felt lopsided. If it was just the green one because it was an OP event, everyone can get a hold of it. But then they started releasing all the other ones. And they were that like, you had to buy, buy, and they're like yeah. con exclusives, and it was like hard to get, and the price just drove up, and like they could all just do mm-hmm. insane different things right. on top of the already insane things they can do. It was rough. It right. was and all the stat buffs from like the right. entities. Oh yeah. man. Oh, that was a rough time of clicks. War a fun of, time, but a lot of a lot of a lot of crazy stuff. War of light, more like war of no. This isn't fun. <laughs> That's yeah, the no, only yeah. the only OP event I ever it was run. it was war on, it was war on fun war, yeah. war, war, war on, on fun. fun war on fun uh, with that we're gonna take a war on break here uh, when we come back that's not how that works no Aaron Cantu is going to hang around and he's gonna join in us with our weekly top three you're listening to Nerd Thug Radio hashtag talking nerdy to you. Hey guys, Joey Savage here. Time to talk about. The best place in Conroe Woodlands to play Pokemon, Dungeons and Dragons, or Heroclix. That's right, Space Cadets Gaming Gaming. Located off of Robinson Road in Oak Ridge, it's your number one stop for anything gaming related. Mention Nerd Thug Radio when you walk in, they'll give you 10% off something. Buy your girlfriend something. 
your daughter, your kid, your mom, your dad, or your dog, or yourself. That's Space Cadets Gaming Gaming. Yeah, hey, hi. Uh, this is Ernie Hudson, and I got to just give up great respect for Nerd Thug Radio and great respect for you guys for tuning in and listening. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Whoop, whoop. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. Nico DLG. And uh, we're joined by our friend, Aaron Cantu. This is where you say your name. Go ahead. Aaron Cantu from Two Clicks Radio. Boy, when you do these improv bits, Joey, you really I totally thought you were going to say it. No, I thought so too. I was going to wait till you were going to start to say your name, and then I was going to be like, Aaron Cantu! And just take it from you. Just cut him off. But you did good. You got through my defenses. Hey, um, hey, Nico, yeah. uh, what's the key to good comedy? Uh, Timing! Dang. <laughs> <laughs> so we're halfway through the show this week. Uh, you listen to us on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. See us to stay. And worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Uh, if you missed anything, you can check the podcast. It drops tomorrow. That's Facebook.com backslash NerdThugRadio or NerdThugRadio.com. iTunes, G Play, Stitcher, all the above. Oh, yeah. But right now, we're going to get into the weekly top three. <laughs> Oh, you threw, okay. All right, double snare there. Okay. It's the weekly. It's the weekly top three. Special guest Aaron with Corey DLG, Joey K, and Nico DLG. And today we're doing movies coming from TV. We're thinking about things that should have been, things that we could have seen but never been to the big screen. But here they come again. We're talking about things we wish were movies. Uh, I don't know how that sounded. Uh, there's like nine rhymes in there. There is, but it's okay. <laughs> it's, it's, like a, a, it's like a Dr. Seuss one. It's like a, it's like a Childish Gambino rap. Yeah, you're right. Nailed I it. I should have done more puns. Yeah. So even though our friend from Two Clicks from KO, acquired. Aaron Cantu, is joining us, we are uh, still going to let the worst of us go first, because this week, the weekly top three is TV shows that should be movies oh, in oh. honor of... In honor of Baywatch. ...that released over the weekend. So, Nico DLG. Cool. All right, right here. Go first. Steven Universe. Okay. All right. All right get so it. this is a series I've always liked, and they've they've kind of always had like storylines that go throughout you know the season, but it's in twelve minute segments, so it's really hard to get like really involved in like a long drawn out storyline when it gets cut off like in ten minutes. They do thread a story through, but I do think what would happen in like a hundred and ten minute Michael Bay movie is they would ruin all the little stuff just so they could rush the big thing. At it the was end. hard for me to get in twelve minutes of it. Yeah. So you you don't like it? You I didn't lost feel interest it? after six. Did Ooh. you start at the beginning? Yep. Okay, Very right. first episode, it gets way better later. So one say one, I looked at little Willie Savage, like, what'd you think? He's like, nah, not feeling it. Try something mm, else. He was like, Nico's tastes are garbage. Uh, Aaron, you ever uh, seen great. Steven Universe? Yeah, I was gonna, I was actually gonna pick this one, but I kind of figured Nico would because I know oh. he's on that bandwagon. Now right you now. know who I am. But uh, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, no, I, I think it's, I think it's a, I don't get to watch it that often because my kids hate me and they make me watch stuff that's horrible. <laughs> um, so it's. But it's a it's a pretty cool show. It's kind of like Adventure Time in that way, where like it's got like a deceptively intricate storyline that, but you have to really pay attention. Yeah, I can see like a Steven Universe Adventure Time crossover movie. That'd like, be fun. Like they did the Flintstones and the that's, Jetsons or that'd something. Be dope. You know they did an Adventure Time adult movie recently. Yeah, they yeah. did. They did. Um, so now Watch I kind of want to see an Adventure Time movie myself. Watch out. Uh, so Aaron, why don't you jump off and uh, give us your number three here? My number three is uh, Flash. I know we're getting Flash in movies, but I think that, I mean, 
the red streak, we'll call him, deserves his own show, his own movie. Yeah, I really like I really like uh, him as the Flash as Barry Allen. Grant Gustin. Grant Gustin. He's a he's a great he's a great modern Flash from what they've created from the comics. Right, right. Um, he fits that mold perfectly. And like, well, and, I just I just feel like I feel like in a movie, like they don't have to add all the like extra drama. You know what I mean? Because you can have like an intricate storyline. That you don't, and you don't have to like drag it on throughout, you know, however many episodes. You can actually just write write good stuff, and he doesn't have to do all the whiny stuff that he does. Right, and they definitely have to have filler to get through twenty two like episodes. Twenty two episodes, and definitely. That's, that's right. what we always talk about on here is that I think Shield kind of found the new formula where they just do these big chapters. Right. Yeah, no, that's definitely mm-hmm. where to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, Corey, what about your number three? We, yeah, actually, I was gonna say something about the Flash real quick. Go they've, for it. They've dumped like three directors at this point. The movie? Yeah. Yeah, they have. That's not a good sign. No, it's really not. And now I, it's I think this movie is going to wind up being It's supposed awful. to be a uh, coming-of-age story is what I heard last. So yeah. I don't know, man. We'll, we'll Coming-of-age of the 22-year-old man. Right. I guess. I guess. <laughs> of the very yeah. young Ezra Miller Flash. I, 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 yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So, Corey, uh, go ahead. Give us yeah. a yeah. number So my three. number three, actually, I did all cartoons. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. Um, Terrible. Yeah. Oh. Just kidding. Oh, okay. Oh. My number three is... Uh, one part kind of guilty pleasure, but one part I just think this would make a really good movie. She-Ra. She-Ra? Yeah. Yeah, old school. Yeah. All right. Friend of the He-Man. Like, is it like a modern, like, no, would you want like a modern cartoon movie or like a modern no, no, like, no, no, live no. action? Live action. Yeah, no, that would be good if they got a live action. It would be a totally independent from He-Man. Like, you would still do Grayskull and stuff like that, but you don't have to, they don't ever have to kind of bleed in. No. Like, this could be the quote-unquote shared universe starter could we, be she-ra we definitely need more female lead movies right it's like she could be you know kind of like the punkish runaway in new york city trying to make it and then she stumbles into this magical world and then yes superhero blah, no blah, we blah. definitely need more female-led superhero we got wonder woman coming out this week so she-ra somebody wanting to pick up you know maybe the he-man universe or right this could kind of lead into all that and then you could i mean there's so many characters between the two shows oh yeah there's like there's you could go in a million directions and yeah. there's so many different villains you don't have to do one whole trilogy with Professor X and Magneto. Like, you could do literally different villains in each movie. You could fight the Snake Man. You could do all kinds of stuff. Yeah, no, that would, it, would be, it would be pretty pretty dope, actually. That's a good choice. See? I'll give it to you on that one. I'm brilliant. All right, so my number three. Uh, it's one of my favorite um, supernatural TV shows. Okay. Uh, it's Angel. Like, Angel needs its own movie. Like, that show was awesome. I loved it. I think it worked better as a show, though. No, but I think it needs a movie. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Maybe Lifetime even. I don't right. care. Wow. I don't care. Wow. Wow. A Lifetime movie? Okay. Can I, what... I can see that happening, though. I can see that happening. <laughs> can I tell you what my favorite thing about Lifetime movies are? No. They put the ending at the beginning. Yeah. Like, the climax is, you know, when the guy, like, cheats or, they you know, beats his wife or whatever. The Like, that's the success of the story for me. And then he moves on, and, like, the rest of the movie is just terrible. It could be such a great, like, You can B-rated... just watch the intro and then be done with it. Right. It's like a movie in reverse. It'd be, like, such a good B-rated vampire movie because like the show was very it was very corny and it, cheesy they did have muppets at one point yeah You're right like, about that, that show, Muppets. That, it'd be a great b-side movie i just i don't know i feel i really liked it as a show i don't know that i did I would too even, and that's I wouldn't why change i wanted anything. to see it on the flip side buffy the vampire slayer was a movie and then they made a great show well, they made it. a much better show out right. of that movie so that maybe, movie was maybe terrible. this could go the opposite way what have a great show then make a terrible movie no have a show then make a great, <laughs> great, 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 great movie <laughs> he's uh, trying to go for the exponential increase. Yeah, oh, okay. an exponential increase. Okay. Because he said the opposite. So uh, like right, right. Well, Corey's uh, over right. there. 
bantering. So my number two is the Transformers animated series. <laughs> I really liked Transformers animated. Like the Beast Wars? Uh, no, 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 no. The Japanese uh, one? No, it's the uh, the two thousand like seven ish. It's is there with like the young kids? Uh, there's like a uh, I don't know. It's was, it was all very stylized, very cartoony. Right. But yeah, I really yeah, enjoyed yeah. the art style and like all of the characters in that were really fun. There was like three friends that were all kids. Like one of the chicks was a motorcycle. That Transformers one? No. Oh, this is the newer one. Then. Yeah, it's it's a newer one. It's not like Prime. It's before Prime. Oh, okay. I'm yeah. thinking of Prime. Yeah, it's before Prime. It was it was a really great. I really enjoyed all the interactions. Like the Decepticons were like, like a bunch of Starscream with all his like clones. Like they made like that as a really big joke because they just all fought each other because they were like, I'm the real seeker of the group. <laughs> I have no recollection of the series you're really? speaking of. And what, we need, Network. what we need is more Transformers movies, obviously. Yeah. Right. Maybe Michael Bay could do this one? Yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, I want super gritty. Uh, he has time. <laughs> could he Could he blow up something needlessly? Uh, maybe Clint Eastwood. Is Mark Wahlberg available <laughs> to needlessly be in this wielding right. a Transformer Maybe we should bring Shia yeah, exactly. back. Okay. Oh, we should bring Shia LaBeouf. We should, we should watch, have Mark Wahlberg and Shia LaBeouf do Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> What'd you say now? <laughs> you watch your mouth about Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> yeah, watch your mouth about Mark. You, you should, Mark have, you should have Shia and Wahlberg duel. Oh, that'd be great. Oh, that's like... The intro is one of them killing the other one for the franchise. Exactly. Or it's like Shia oh, LaBeouf man. joins joins forces with, with like Megatron. Yes. Oh. So he's and they, have their, they have their own human companions. Yes. <laughs> and they get like Iron Man suits and then they fight. The Eggers. Right. This is crazy. Oh movie. man. Well, All right. Uh, movie magic. Aaron, what's your uh, number two? My number two is Avatar, the you know, the Avatar animated series. Oh, the last. I know they did the. Shama Ramadan made a horrible, yeah. horrible yes, abomination, but, but the, you know, I want like an actual like cartoon animated movie, like feature length, and it could be like you know, there's a lot of stuff they they kind of reference in the show that they don't go over, so like you, you can have like the Poe the Face Stealer storyline, or you know, the, you know, just all the different Avatar stories, or maybe like one of the Avatars from the past, you know, or maybe I know they kind of went over the first Avatar. In the Legend of Korra, but you know, it could be something with him. Uh, there's a lot of options there. Basically, you just want them to do a really good animated yeah. Avatar film. Yeah, which yeah, that movie behind. was yeah. hot garbage. See, I never saw it, but I also I did. don't. I own it. You want to borrow it? Uh, yeah, why not? Because okay. I don't know anything about the anime, so like. It's, it's, a, it's by Nickelodeon. It was incredible. It was a phenomenal show. It was a good I, show. Everyone said nice things about it. I just, I've never seen it. So, like, for me, I feel like I wonder if the movie would independently still be awful. Uh, like if you've never seen the show, but you just watched the movie, right? Well, let's let you watch it. You can yeah, be the judge of that. You can report back in two weeks. Because it was like a big budget thing, and then as a running theme of the show, we talk about how M Night Shyamalan is like tragically he tries to do good work, and it just never turns out. It never right. turns out the way he wants it. Although to. the last couple have actually been a big deal. Yeah, they have. Shared universe. Pretty good. Um, yeah, shared universe. Yeah, yeah. Right. Split. So. I know, man. Split. You know, I was explaining that to uh, to old Papa Frank, and he was like, no, that wasn't Bruce Willis, was it? And I was like, yeah. He goes, don't tell your mom. We spent like an hour arguing about that. They are the worst <laughs> people to argue with about movies. <laughs> they really are. I could just imagine Frank trying to describe the movie Split to you in Frank terms. Oh, my gosh. it was. You would like, never get it. No, thank God he said in the very beginning that it was new. Like, oh, it just, we, 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 we actually went and saw it. And I was like, okay, all right. And that made it much easier. Yeah, because yeah, then it narrows it down. Because <laughs> he was just like, so the guy's got like mental problems. And then so like. So every movie ever. <laughs> right. And I was like, oh my God, this is going to be impossible. And he's like, and then he captures three girls. And I was like, okay, all right, okay. Okay. Think I, I know think, where we're going. I think yeah. I've got it now. And, and then he was like, that guy's been in like a bunch of movies. I was like, okay, yeah, it's split, right? And he's like, yeah, split. It was really good. <laughs> so we don't have time, Nick or Corey, to get into your number two. So let's just recap real quick. 
Nico, your number three was Steven Universe. Steven Universe. Your number two was Transformers. Transformers. Animated. Animated. And uh, our friend Aaron over here has gone with Avatar as his number two. And the Flash the TV show um, getting its yeah. movie instead of probably the crap we're going to get from Ezra Miller as Flash. Yeah, I don't think yeah just be. scrap that. Just scrap that. Right. It's the coming of age of a 22-year-old. Would that be I should weird get my if, life together. Would that be weird if Ezra Miller's in both Justice Leagues and then this guy, Grant Gustin's, in the Flash movie? The Flash. <laughs> they could just weird? do like Flashpoint where he's like, just, you know. They're both there? Yeah, they're both there. What if, what if that Grant Gustin, so much what better. if he played Zoom? That, that actually worked. That would be great stuff. Like, he's like, I'm the Flash, and he's like, I'm the Flash, and they realize they're from different universes, so they fight. Right. I like where you're going with this. See? I just made everything better. Let's go to a break. When you come back, we're going to get to the rest of the weekly top three. You're listening to Nerd Thug Radio. Hey, guys. It's the unlocally famous Joey Savage with Nerd Thug Radio. You know that. You're listening to the show. I want to talk about my friends over at Wild Thing Restaurant. 1488 I-45. They have the hottest girls, the coldest beer, the best food in all of Conroe. Get on down there. See the girls dressed up in them short blue jean shorts, them cowboy boots. They're going to treat you real nice. Ask for our girl Rocky when you're there. She'll take care of you. Just tell her Nerd Thug Radio sent you. That's Wild Thing Restaurant, I-45, 1488. Best scenery in town. Hey, this is Xander Genere. And this is Bonnie Gordon. And together we are the, the Library, Library Bars. You're listening to Nerd Thug Radio Woo-hoo! on Like, Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey <laughs> DLG. Uh, you're listening it's to Nerd Thug Radio. You didn't even get introduced there. No, I wasn't in there. I'm not part of the show anymore. Guys. I know, right? He's just the producer. Just the producer. Just the producer. Nico, I'd mute him. I mean, that's just me. I'd stop. I'd, I wouldn't give any more camera shots. I'll like. walk. <laughs> just, just, just drop uh, in. And he's gone. I'll just call in weekly. I'll just call in weekly, and we can make it work. There here's, you go. Here's our new uh, our new host, Aaron Kane. You turn my mic on. <laughs> I swear, I am gonna go crazy. All right, give him back his mic, Nico. That's right. You better behave. Your That's toy, right, boys. I give your toy back. That's right, boys. <laughs> Nico, you have no right to mute me. I like it, Nico. Get aggressive. Anyway, we're and here. And then he's gone. <laughs> we're here at Nerd Thug Radio. Uh, you're listening to us on 104.5. 106.1 Sister Stations. Oh, okay. All right. I'm getting angry now. Yes, easy, I am. Easy easy radio range. Really um, so we're in the middle of the weekly top three. Yeah, and we are yeah. special guest Aaron Cantu is helping us today. From Two Clicks from KO. What up? Aaron, and, uh, I'm sorry that our producer uh, sometimes has Tourette's and mutes me by accident. I'm sorry that our producer has to rein you in like the giant child you are. Listen. I am not a giant child. Listen, Duck Bill, a nice vest, okay? Listen, <laughs> listen, boy man with the beard. Boy man with the beard who can't get a haircut to save his life. What are we doing? Chuck At and... least your shirt's not faded this are week. Are we doing Chuck and Shack right now? All right, so, yeah, right? <laughs> All right, so in the weekly top three, in honor of Baywatch that dropped over the weekend, we're uh, doing TV shows that we think should, should become be movies. movies or need a movie. That's true. Uh, so we're at Corey DLG, your number two. So my number two is technically an anime, but it's really not because it's the greatest anime of America. Wait, uh, man, I know what you're going to say. Yeah. It's your favorite one, right? It is. It's the only one I like. Ronin Warriors. There Ronin it is. Warriors. Oh, yeah. Five magical armors fight four also magical armors possessed by evil, and they saved the world from Tolpa, which I thought was a powder, but it turns out it's a bad guy. <laughs> and uh, ninjas. Lots of ninjas. Lots and lots of ninjas. And a giant white tiger. Ooh. I just want to throw that out there. He's a good guy. It's always fun when uh, cartoons have like a big 
animal. Right. And like the, the tiger was probably even more BA than the Ronin Warriors in the beginning because it would kill like six ninjas while they're all fighting one each. Yeah. I'd be like, come on, guys, step your game up. The it's tiger's like the, handling it's like everybody. like the pocket tank and hero clicks. Just right. Rolls. Just rolls through. But uh, so, yeah. Is it like, go ahead. Is it giant realistic and flying also? Oh, does it fly, the tiger? Uh, yeah. No, no. Uh, no, but it does get a magical armor when uh, oh, okay. Ryu goes to Armor of Inferno. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ronan Warriors. Okay. So do you want live Ronin. action or do you want... No, I want live action, but here's what I would do. So okay. Like a Power I, Rangers movie? No, no. Way better because it'd, be uh. it'd be in the future. You got 30 seconds. Go. It'd be, I'd put it in the future, like far in the future. It'd be like Blade Runner future, flying cars, neon lights, all, all kinds of cool stuff. When, and then Sotopa comes back. So I'd make it almost like a sequel to the cartoon series. Okay, okay. And so people, the environment's been so destroyed and like beaten down that it's hard to find the five armors because they actually, they at one point in the series, the little samurai guys got hurt and their armors magically flew back to like the home elements to recharge. So they had to track them back down. The one's in space, one's in the earth, one's in fire. So it's actually in like an active volcano. So like in the future when there's no environment, these things like just kind of, like it's hard to find them, so then somebody finds They're one. They're on the black market. Exactly, and it triggers like this magical war. Okay, seems like a lot going on all at once. Yeah, it'd be a big. It'd be cool. You could actually send the armors to different planets, since like what they need isn't on this planet, oh, and then that snap. could trigger like an Space interplanetary travel. war. Someone could be on Venus. Yeah, that would be cool. A lot of women on Venus. That's no, that's where they're from. They they live here though. Not anymore. Not oh. in your future. That's true. They could go back to Venus. Did you forget what you were doing already? No, I mean I know where I'm at. Okay, this is home, right? Um, all right, so my number two is a female-led movie. Okay. Uh, Xenor Warrior Princess. Nice. That would be a great movie. Man. She's still pretty Lucy hot. Lucy Lawless. Lucy Lawless, yeah, I was she's just She's still pretty that. hot. She actually, you could probably get her to even do it. No, you give her, like, a cool cameo, though. Do like, you? Like, they're in a, like, early on, Xena's in a bar, and she's there, and they, like, bar fight for, like, ten minutes. She's, like, a token bad guy? Well, no, she's, like, she can play, like, old Xena. Like, they, they bar fight, and she's, like... Yeah. You're not so bad. Yeah, you're not so bad. That'd be great. And, and, and then she kind of like mentors her for like 20 minutes. Yeah, know? and then she gets and like she gets like an arrow from the bad guy. And, and then it's like dead. a montage of her yeah. training her. Yeah, see? And then she dies. Yeah. They or an do, inspirational like, speech. Yeah. yeah, and they could do like bikini training. Come Obviously. on. No, no, don't ruin my movie. What do you mean? They didn't have bikinis back then. Okay, so they're naked. My bad. <laughs> Jeez, you ruin everything. <laughs> what? What happened? Take your I toys mean, and go they, home. I mean, it's Greece. They have to train naked. That's what. That's such a good show. Like it would, it would. I mean, if they've done Hercules movies, they should do Xeno Warrior Princess. Yeah, I would like that. That'd be good. Would you have the Rock crossover? I don't know. Maybe he was Hercules. He was Heracles. Heracles. He was Heracles. That's true. That'd be. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe we'll see. Maybe Xena could fight him. Yeah, that'd be cool. Naked. <laughs> okay, Nico, uh, you're number <laughs> they, one. They did crossover on the show. They did. Yeah, that's right. Kevin Sorbo yeah. needed more money, mm -hmm. and so he just started showing up everywhere. I'll do it. He was like, can Hercules be in space? I'm like, no, Kevin, stop. Come on, please. In the future. All right. That's all right, the so one no one saw coming. Rick and Morty. All right. I'm and, done. All right. So, Aaron, um, what's your number one? <laughs> My number one is Berserk. Oh, a good like, Berserk movie? That would be good. So, yeah. Oh I don't know if you know. Have you ever? This. It's a Japanese know. anime. The uh, big so, guy with the sword. It's a really long Oh, the guy yeah, with the big sword like at LA Con? Yeah. His, name, oh. his name's Guts. His name's Guts. Like, uh, yeah, it's pretty ridiculous anime. It's really long. It has to do with, like, demons and stuff. There's a lot of, like, um, also kind of er weird erotic stuff, too. But, I mean, it's Japanese. So. 
cartoons. And was it this? Was this the, like the uh, all men should fear the Lubu? Nope. No, that's Dynasty Warriors. But I was going to oh, say that. Also, Chinese that's mythology. A great, that's a no, great verse. It was. It was great. Nico just yelled it out in the middle of a crowded room. Yeah, like out of nowhere. It was like, what scary. are you talking about? Because Lubu shut up on stage, and all men should fear him. See, okay. I'm I calm down. Calm down. Okay. So guts, he has but a yeah, giant think, sword, right? Yeah, he has this really giant sword that, like, it's it's not sharp at all. It's just, it's dull. It's just that strong and it's just that big that he can like literally just hack people in half with it. <laughs> who, who did Kill Bill? Was that Guy Ritchie? No, that's Quentin Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino. No, that's yeah. Quentin Tarantino. He yeah. should do this movie. He should do a Gus movie. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah, that is. I can see that. Yeah. You know, Nico uh, famously interviewed Guts for uh, Louisiana Comic Con in Shreveport. Big sword. Check out the so Utube, and uh, there's a there's a there's a little interview on there of Nico talking to him. It is. He was terrified. Yeah, it's the first one. As first always, one. go to our YouTube and check out uh, Nerdthug Radio, and it's it's filed under terrible Nico interviews. It sure is. I'm gonna start that playlist now. Uh, <laughs> all right, so Corey, you're number one. Okay, so my number one. It's a cartoon. It is. They've already done this. Smurfs. No, but it was terrible. The Smurfs three. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um. So I would like it redone. Uh, GI Joe. Oh yeah, oh, I'm totally on board would, with this. But I would really want a, like a good one. I'm totally on like, board. Like dark and evil. Like, like like dark where they're actual special forces. Where like they, Cobra Wars. Right, where they're actually Did fighting you, a real Cobra. That's, like Dread, like Dread with Carl Urban, like that kind of. Like, um, like okay, so where where Dread like, with Carl Urban was true to the comics, that's the kind of true to form I want, where it's they're not afraid to be a little brutal. Like GI Joe technically is like the cream of the crop. Right, they're the so best these guys, of the best. These and so like every one of them was super specialized in their things: snow and skiing and underwater and ninja and sexy snake spear eyes throwing. Cool both of them, though. Right, and Snake Eyes was like the only one they did right, though. Right, everyone else was and so Shadow. bad, and except Storm for uh, Adrina Padridge, she's she hot. so hot. Both right. the chicks in there were hot. In the first one, I didn't yeah, think so. I think she was hot. No, too. no, no, I didn't like her. A little mouthy, for my little taste. Mouthy. Uh, but um, I am so on board for a remake of GI Joe. Yeah, but it, I, I want like, oh. like Halo jumps and like aquatic murder and like I mean like, aquatic murder for real hardcore. They could do like force. the Cobra War storyline, right? And that and would then, be great because it would make the villains so much better. Right? If, if it was like gritty and real, yeah. like the Xanatos Tomas thing Should would be almost crazy. Just be like a TV show, but Game of Thrones. Is. Yes. Yeah, Showtime should be making. G.I. Joe's. G.I. Joe. Cobra Wars, like after Game of Thrones. Right. So it's a well, TV series now. So for all those who well, haven't. HBO makes uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah. yeah but for all those that yeah. you haven't read the Cobra Wars, which you probably haven't, but G.I. Joe's awesome. Uh, basically, the Cobra Wars storyline, the Cobra Commander dies. So now you've got like 16 of these. Like you know, super lieutenants. Super lieutenants who are all like vying for the spot of Cobra Commander. It, so, it is basically Game of Thrones. It's Game of Thrones right. in G.I. Joe world. But it's yeah. awesome. It's so a that's, great story. That's my number one. That's a good one. My number one yes. is Constantine. Okay. I think they really take, like Constantine. I do. I, I love the Matt Ryan but version see, of Constantine. I, I think Keanu Reeves nailed Constantine. I didn't I dude, Matt Ryan as Constantine <laughs> is awesome. No, he he is. And so but, they're mm. supposedly they're making like a Justice League dark movie. Yeah, they're, they're uh, talking they just about lost it. the director though. Yeah. Um they, yeah, yeah. If they Matt Ryan isn't Constantine in that movie, I will riot because that guy is my favorite constant. I want to pay money just to watch you riot. I will yourself, riot. Just running around throwing trash <laughs> I'll be cans a, at it, buildings. I'll be in front of the Cinemark and the AMC's like, this isn't my, my Constantine. I don't not know. My not, Constant my Constantine. <laughs> I think not my Constantine. Not my Constantine. I think you're protesting. I not my Constantine. Those are, I'm holding a sign. Oh, okay. I'm holding a sign. If, if you're watching on YouTube right now, just, I'm holding a sign. just go ahead and tell I'm not, me. I'm if not you, climbing ropes. I'm holding you, a sign. He, he, 
Use the comments to tell me what you think he's doing there. But that, I don't show, think he's protesting. that show on NBC was so good. For the six episodes? No, it was a full season. It was a full, like, uh, 12 or 13 episodes. Oh, okay. But they stuck it, like, right before or after, like, uh, a the, Jesus show. The Bible show. Yeah. Or whatever. They wanted just, it to die, basically. Right. And it was on NBC. So they were like, oh, we got to put this out. But don't you think it's weird that CW didn't jump? Like, CW at that time had Green Arrow and Flash was starting. Right. And they didn't. Well, they. They they brought Matt Ryan on to Arrow. He right. did like two or three episodes as Constantine, right? And uh, but they never. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know what why they, they couldn't didn't figure like it out. They're like, nah, we don't want to. No, I mean they like Matt Ryan enough because in the Justice League Dark animated movie, he's well, the voice of. Constantine. Every time they use animated Constantine, like even on the CW seed, yeah, he's when Constantine. Constantine shows up, Matt Ryan does the voice. Yeah, I like that guy. But I just I think Keanu Reeves a hundred. If I really liked so that Constantine movie, I don't know. I, I Matt Ryan's my Constantine. Digimon Hunsu. Was the uh, Papa Midnight, and that was so good. Not my Constantine. He was, he was like, you will respect the rules of my house. It was a good show. Yeah. And, like, they set the show up for, like, I mean, such great stuff. Well, they, they had a lot of big-name actors in that show, too, though. What's, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think name? what the name of the devil was. He's in a ton of stuff that I like. Right. Um, he's, like, the, he's the, he always plays, like, a it's, Russian, uh, Chechnyan guy. Yeah. Can't think of his name. Anyway, he's in American yeah. Gods right now, and he plays, like, a Chechnyan death god. The guy oh, from uh, cool, the guy cool. from uh, Deadwood, it's a, it's and he's Peter, also uh, Stormare, whatever his name. Is. Right, is the guy Peter from Stormare. I can't remember. I can't. I, I honestly, I can't think of his name right now to save my life. To but, save but my that that movie had freaking Shia LaBeouf. Yes, it did. A young Shia he, LaBeouf. He plays mm-hmm. Chaz. Young Shia. And, uh, Rachel Weisz. Who's, uh, yes, right. That's the, where I thought of Rachel Weisz from the first one. After Constantine, I then yeah. went back and watched the Mummies because of Constantine, because of her. and she's so good in those. Oh, this is a good segment, sure. but uh, we got to jump out to a break. Uh, we come back, we're going to get into the Nico DLG segments. Yeah. And then we're going to come back that. and wrap the show up with our boy Aaron Cantu talking a little hero clicks. You're listening to The Nerd Thug Radio. Hashtag talking nerdy to you. This is Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio. A lot of people have been thinking of starting their own business or that it's time to change or reignite their career, or maybe even that it's time for them to figure out their next career move. Then launch your dream career weekend is for them. June 3rd and 4th. This two-day training will help them clear the roadblocks in the way of the success that they deserve, identify what they cherish most, and help them set career goals that they'll be able to achieve. For pricing, check out www.launchmydreamcareer.com. This is Elle Graves, cosplayer slash prop maker, and I like puppies. This is Nerd Thug Radio. Nerd Thug Radio, Nerd Thug Radio, Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to <laughs> Old Man Nerd Joy Thug Radio. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. People listening are so confused because it went Nerd Thug, it went uh, the Ramones, then California Love, and now we're yeah. back to the Ramones. We're like, I don't know what's happening. We just like to have fun. And, and next segment, who knows what it'll be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget, check us out at facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio. Uh, you can tweet at us at Nerd Thug Radio. <laughs> we have our own website, nerdthugradio.com. Nico's out. He's gunning out. Look at him. He's <laughs> I am the captain, Joey Savage. Corey DLG. My heterosexual <laughs> life partner, Corey DLG. <laughs> I can't punch him. He's oh. done over there. I'm so good at this game. Can we just skip the Nico DLG segment? We'll just do the uh, Savage hey, guys, Nico DLG. <laughs> He's back. He's back. I can't. Is he? 
Oh. All right, you tell us the Nico oh. segment, and then we'll talk about it. Go ahead. These noises are going to go viral. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, like the, it's like the lady who... Uh, yeah, who keep fell. that microphone in front I know, of your mouth. I, I was going to turn it away to tell you the story. Uh, it's like the lady who fell off the wine thing in the news. Yeah. She's like crushing, you remember? Uh-huh, she's uh-huh, crushing uh-huh. the grapes. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> moist. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you better. Find yeah. us on Instagram, joey.savage15. Yeah, I know, right? Okay, Nico. Uh, okay. So hey guys, Nico DLG here, coming at you live. Um, so I wanted to. <laughs> no, he's gone. You're not even live. <laughs> we'll do it live. Don't tell me what I can't do. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Nico. He's live segment. right now. He sure yeah. ain't dead. He's yeah. about to be dead. Oh. He's gonna oh. laugh so hard. Oh uh, yeah. People listening. Losing oxygen. All right, guys, let's focus. People listening have no idea what's going on. Bring it back. They've been right. scrolling through the channels and they found gibberish. <laughs> Just me going. <laughs> Gibber jabber. Jibber, jibber. All right, guys. This is a, this is a, the next to last segment of the day. It's, it's almost uh, two thirty. And <laughs> like uh, Corey tries to bring it back, like <laughs> rain it, rain it in, like we're That's just right. a bunch of rowdy children. Listen, when I have to rain it in, it's because you two have lost your minds. <laughs> it's gotten super bad. Yeah. Corey's raining. Yeah, when well, I'm the voice of reason, we're all in trouble. This is Nerd Thug Radio, and you're listening to us on 104.5, 106.1. <laughs> Can't say that right. And uh, this is the next to last show segment of the show. There you go. And we give it to Nico. We entitled it the Nico DLG segment because <laughs> my name. most of you don't listen. I hope you're listening because this one has been a <laughs> ravishing time. It's this, been a hoot. All right, Nico, what's your segment about today? Can we win like, right. a, a Razzie in radio? Because that's what so. this is on pace for. Woo! Yes. All right. So, so uh, after seeing Guardians twice, twice, I can really, I just, I just want to just take a moment to appreciate how great Yondu is as a character and as him in the movie. So, so Yondu is kind of an interesting start because when we see him in the first movie, he's kind of just like. This weird magic dude with the mohawk, and like, we is that all, what you got from that? Yeah, weird magic That's dude with mohawk. Got. Weird magic guy with a mohawk. That's what you took away from Guardians on, of the Galaxy. Before 1. you say another word, right here, you and me. Don't you feel like right now he's Drax? He's like, I thought Yondu was your father. <laughs> yes. And you're like, he's not even. I'm not right. even blue. You two look exactly the same. <laughs> you look exactly alike. Wait, all right, continue. What you take away from things? My lord. Okay. All right. So, so Yondu's magic. Magic, magic with a mohawk. Magic, uh, magic blue dude with a mohawk. Uh, <laughs> with this little fire arrow <laughs> uh, that doesn't become flaming until the second movie. I just realized that. that yeah. All okay. right. With his tiny little arrow, he's he's kind of interesting because he's really like you don't know where like you don't know his deal. What's up? You just know that he saved you saved Quinn or Quill, not Quinn. <laughs> Quill. So off this he saved Doctor Quinn. Doctor Quinn. Medicine woman. <laughs> he saved the Star Lord, and that's really all you know about him. And it's I really like bacon. All the, uh, <laughs> I really like all the uh, character development they gave him and kind of really fleshed out his backstory and like where. What's cool about Yondu is the Yondu you get in the movies is nothing like the Yondu from the comics. Well, yeah, I mean that's actually what I like. It's a whole different take on the character. It's, it's the Ravagers as a whole were, right. were made up for the movie, but then the characters they're using obviously all come from different places. So these are all really cool versions. Uh, the ones in Sylvester Stallone plays uh, Starhawk. Star Lord, Star no, Hawk. Starhawk, right? And uh, he's and the leader of the Guardians in the future, the original Guardians. In the original Guardians, which Yondu was a member of. And so now, in in this one, he's the leader of the Ravagers. And that's, right. I mean, it's all very cool stuff. Very I, I like that Sylvester Stallone actually got a Marvel role. Yeah, small one. Um, well, they say they're going to bring him back. They could, yeah, no, but he's coming back. Boys. No, definitely. Um, and what we talked about in the first segment of the show is, I really felt like uh, Michael Rooker as Yondu. Kind of didn't steal the show in the first movie because Chris Pratt was just amazing. Yeah, but he he definitely brought a new flavor uh, to the movie. And then the second movie that just came out, I mean, he, 
I didn't know where it was going because when the movie started, you were kind of like, "What's going on with with Michael Rooker?" Like, what's right, right, right. Beyond do, then it all comes full circle at the end, and, and it's uh, it's it, it was great. Like he he really got into that character and just nailed it. And well, you're right; the character development was great. And if you really think about it now, so like in the second one, the first time you see him, they're on this bar planet, they're having a good time and partying. Every uh, everyone but him, and he's he's doing the depressed look out the window, broken-hearted right. girlfriend thing, and you you start to figure out like. He's a father who is proud from a distance but misses his son. Right. And you start to kind of realize the relationship that they're developing. It's like when you think back about his character from one and two, suddenly he it means a lot more the whole story. I do right. I do agree. Both movies kind of, mean a lot more. Yeah. Right. Once you see the second one. I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. <laughs> yeah. Just, also that scene line. is amazing. Yeah. That was a cool um, way to use the arrow, by the way. Yeah. Just like floating to, down to with float it. Float down with it? Yep. That so cool. that was so the reason I kind of want to just bring up Yondu is because his his scene where he just uh, like destroys the rest of the Ravagers yeah. single handedly just yeah. like going through hey rocket shot some guys yeah, yeah rocket did. shot like twelve dudes total <laughs> <laughs> he killed the rest of them Groot Groot got one yeah. yeah Groot did get one he got one baby Groot so Groot is kind of a murderer in this one yeah, yeah he's a little right? bit he's a little bit angry apparently kid Groot baby Groot is is <laughs> homicidal he's, he's violent he's violent and he curses a lot Does, did Vin Diesel do any of the voicing for this or yeah it they, was it was him and then they just like well, turned yeah. about it I mean you're a baby and you're that young and that's what you've been you know that's what you're involved in you're, yeah, you're a savage I mean, there's no, there's you don't no, know anything different. you don't know anything else you only know what you see at that age and I really I like the Gamora Star Lord storyline yeah that's I thought pretty good every I mean it all was great it was it was they, but, they did a lot of so you had the Yandu and Rocket had their own little thing mm-hmm, touching mm-hmm. moment you had Mantis and Drax had their own little thing. And Nebula and Gamora had a great couple moments. And then Star Lord and Gamora. And Gamora and Star Lord and Ego. Mm-hmm. I mean, every there was there's a every, lot of lot of personal relationships right in this one. On top of just being full full of action and everything Comedy. else. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah. And the music, of course, is oh, always definitely. music but, is always phenomenal. Yeah. James Gunn. Uh, I mean, I know this is kind of his his big break has been these movies here. Yes, it has. Uh, but if you go back and watch his other stuff, I want to say the movie was called Slither. It's that was a, like his first movie. It was a horror movie with Nathan Fillion. Mm-hmm. And if you if you have ever have it, if it's ever on somewhere, sit down and watch it because it is really really good. Is it a horror flick? It it is, but it's a comedy horror movie. Out. It's a comedy horror. You can handle that. Can I? Yes. No, you can't. You're thank a lady you. boy. Thank you. Thank you're you. you're mostly Filipino. I'm, I'm glad that you, you you get me. You're still not coming to space. I don't understand. I want to go. You're out. Oh, fine. But what's cool though is is when you kind of figure out like what the Mohawk does. Yeah. It controls the arrow. They do they, explain a lot. You're and right. then they play pay the homage to the original Yondu with, with the, the big the, the big, big Mohawk. Bend. The big yeah. Mohawk. It's like, yeah, that is so awesome. That is super cool. That, whoop, that whoop. scene, seeing seeing that scene out. even a second time. And uh, let's talk about a moment for his uh, his death moment of silence for Yondu. All right, that's it. Moment yeah. of silence is over. <laughs> um, he's the greatest. Also, that that ending scene, I I can't believe that. I, I just I literally can't stop crying every time I see it. Are you about to cry now? Yeah, just like Yondu. With the fireworks and yeah. stuff. The Ravagers. All, all the Ravager. The Ravager funeral. It was a sweet moment, and it was nice that Rocket did it for him. Right. And then Rocket's having his moment on the window. He's like, he they came for him, even though he stole batteries. Yeah. And yeah. Mine's like, what? That's not what he did. Yeah. <laughs> but I love Rocket's character. He really is. Oh, am I winking with the wrong eye again? Oh. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> that was supposed be to be behind your back. Right. You know, everyone says you guys are just a bunch of jerks, <laughs> but that's not true at all. All right, we're going. We're leaving. <laughs> Am I waking with the wrong eye again? <laughs> oh, come on. But no, the movie was great. Obviously, it's tracking to do a, a bunch of money and oh, billions yeah. of dollars. And uh, it, Wonder Woman will probably dethrone it, but it's you hanging think so? out. Yeah, I think so. So real quick about Wonder Woman. It's tracking great. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go see it. Taking the Savage. Is... Sadie should go see that like oh, 10 times. Yeah, but... 
They did a special screening over the weekend. Oh, yeah? Females only were invited to watch it. And I heard some people got mad about that. Right. Like, okay, here's the thing. Yes, we live in an all-inclusive era. Yes, uh, politically correct means don't exclude anybody. Here's the thing, though. You still want to have your moments where you celebrate something as a group or as a culture. And for women, a female superhero. Not just a female superhero. The. The largest female superhero. And the largest female lead movie probably ever. ever. I mean, like, can you think of a bigger female no. lead movie? Wonder Woman has been like the spokesperson for, for women right. since her incarnation. Right. Like, this was made for women. Right. I mean, yeah. I'm going to go see it because yeah, I love me some Wonder Woman. And before we get out, I mean, we just want to let, let women know we support a female screening of it. We do. I've, I've been saying this entire show, we need more female-led movies. And I'm all it was in my it. top three. Talked about the, the Silver Sable um, Black Cat crossover. Yeah. Um, next stop, Xena Warrior Princess. It's coming. <laughs> and uh, then She-Ra. Ooh, that'd be great. Oh, that'd be awesome. We should do it. Uh, before we get out of this segment, though, we want to yeah, we want to have a moment to talk about our sponsor. So uh, listen to us. Play that funky music, Nico. This is Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio. A lot of people have been thinking of starting their own business, or that it's time to change or reignite their career, or maybe even that it's time for them to figure out their next career move. Then launch your dream career weekend is for them, June third and fourth. This two-day training will help them clear the roadblocks in the way of the success that they deserve, identify what they cherish most, and help them set career goals that they'll be able to achieve. For pricing, check out www.launchmydreamcareer.com. Beautiful. God, that was great stuff. I did awesome there. Incredible. <laughs> I give you a B. Uh, let's jump out to a break real B+. quick. Uh, when we come back, we're going to bring our boy Aaron Cantu from Two Clicks from KO back, and we're going to talk a little bit about gaming. You are listening to the greatest tag team and wrestling radio combination the Corey dlg joey savage nerd <laughs> thug so radio <laughs> all right guys we've come to the point in the show where we need to tell you about our friends space cadets these guys host all of our favorite nerd events on a regular basis from hero clicks to dungeons and dragons from pokemon to star wars destiny they've got it all with one of the largest nerd inventories I've ever seen, there's practically nothing you can't find at Space Cadets. Brian has long been a friend of the show, and the most important thing to stress to you guys today is how family-friendly and great-to-go-to Space Cadets really is. The Savage family regularly makes the trip there, and Joey, Nico, and myself regularly play different events there. Check the Facebook page for times and games scheduled this week. That's Space Cadets Gaming Gaming Collection Collection on Robinson Road in the Woodlands. When you go, let them know that Nerd Thug Radio sent you, and you get 10% off your highest ticket item. That's right. Save 10% off your highest ticket item if you say Nerd Thug Radio. Yeah, hey, hi. Uh, this is Ernie Hudson, and I got to just give up great respect for Nerd Thug Radio and great respect for you guys for tuning in and listening. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. I'm the no, Captain Joey no. Savage with mm-hmm. Corey DLG. I, I hate both of you. You right knew now. that was coming, did you? Nico, you knew it. <sighs> I love getting to talk first. With our special guest today, Aaron Cantu. Two clicks to KO. He's back to what help up? us do our final segment of the episode. It's almost two o'clock. We're almost done, but before almost three o'clock, yeah. we're almost done. And uh, before we go, we're gonna talk hero clicks. So, Aaron, this week coming up. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna split this in two. So this Saturday coming up is the super qualifier. 
All right, at the ROC event. Regional. Regional. Super regional. Super regional at Space Cadets Gaming Gaming. Uh, it's an ROC event. Um, it's the first. So PNG. I know, man. <laughs> it's the first Hero Clicks post rotation. Um, so there's going to be some different stuff. A lot of uh, a lot of the meta stuff that was in is out. New stuff is going to come mm-hmm. up. Um, you won't be there, uh, but it's going to be a huge event. What do you think will be some of the newer pieces or that are going to jump into the meta stuff? We think we're going to you think we're going to see when we're there. Oh man, um, definitely should be focused Doctor Strange. Um, I think that's going to be a big considering... one. What's that? I said I think that's going to be a big one. Yeah, I think he's pretty good, and then especially especially if you the defensive one, um, where he can like reduce uh, damage incoming, and then he can heal characters, and then um, you know to top it off. You had Adam Cole, who just won Canadian Nationals. He was on Married with Clicks earlier the day of this recording, and he was uh, he was talking about how good Doctor Strange is. So, of course, people, you know, when somebody wins, then people generally want to listen to what they have to say. Yeah, I mean, well, there's no no better time to, to care what someone has to say except when they're on top of the world, I mean. Yeah, because there was a team at Canadian Nationals, right, that made um, top eight that was using the shifting focus, Strange, right? If I remember correctly. Um. Yeah. I, well, I don't remember. I think it was like a Doctor Strange and a Swamp thing, maybe two Stranges. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah, I was actually was thinking. Top, well, about I don't that. think it made top eight, but it did get played. Um, but I think he's pretty good. So, like from the newer set, because the What If set's not out yet. Um. So that obviously nobody's playing that. Um. And then like dead, some of the Deadpool stuff is decent um like the title deadpool yeah he's pretty uh, good he, he, he's pretty good Fenris is pretty good um i think Wizkid actually is decent um but that takes your prime slot so it's kind of tough um but basically you i mean people are are you know they go to the easiest thing to play you know or presumably the easiest thing to play so you'll probably just see a lot of jakeem thunder with supreme intelligence yeah, um, and maybe, maybe some boxing rings if people there have them. Yeah, yeah, that boxing, boxing ring. Pretty good. Yeah, when I looked at the boxing ring at first, it's like, hmm, I wonder how this could play out. But then the guy who won Canadian Nationals used it with that Shumagorath. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, that's actually a pretty good idea. Like that. I didn't realize how big that thing was. Yeah, yeah. it's a five by five, right? Yeah, he played Shuma. He played Shumagorath. I the thought tr- Shuma got rotated. The, no, no, no. This is this is not. No. This is pre-rotation. This is right, right. this, the new upcoming ones. This was, after yeah, rotation. you played the Donald Trump version of Jim McGrath. I sent you the picture. You should uh-huh. have responded. He had the uh, wig on. Yeah, oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, that was pretty you, funny. He didn't even check his message. He has no idea what you're talking no, about. No, I did. No, I, I've seen it. I, no clue. I know you know what's no crazy? He's on a radio show with us, and when we send him something, he still doesn't check it. Doesn't, no. Like, like Nico, who's on your VIP list? Like, when your phone goes off and you have to look, who's texting you? No one. Okay, all right, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. But yeah, I think Jakeem Thunder, we're going to see a lot of. Um, more than likely, we'll probably see some Shredder Shredder combos, the mini Shredder. Ooh, and Shredder, the, mini Shredder. That's a dope yep, combo. Yeah, it's a pretty good one. Um, yeah. yeah. Without... Defenders, Defenders War has a couple chases that are pretty good. Um, the Samantha Wilson, Captain America, she's pretty nice. Yeah, she breaks a basic rule of the game. Somebody's going to try and play Hulk. Uh, they're going to be unsuccessful, but they're going to try. <laughs> Yeah, and... he's just not solid enough. Nick Fury's still around. I uh, I'm contemplating, which I'm probably gonna use my uh, Hawkeye chase. 
I like that guy. Yeah. Um, he's pretty good. Yeah, he's, really, he's really good on ID cards. Yeah, he is. Cause like, you he's, can just... good for, he's good for killing small stuff. So, because he called him in, he can only attack each character once. Right. He's only doing, he only has two damage, but he has a precision strike. So he's good for like pinging those one, you know, one shotting dudes. Mm-hmm. So like, mm-hmm. if somebody's playing overdrive, you can shoot the charged up vehicle, eject them. If they roll the two or you know one or two, they take the two damage, right, right. and then you can shoot overdrive and then like the overdrive stuff. Yeah, I've got some tricks up my sleeve with my Hawkeye, so I'm I'm gonna see if I can make it work. Um, a lot of people were talking about the Ironheart from the Avengers Defenders, but I'm not that excited about mm-hmm. it. Um, I think it's because of the destruction token aspect of it, where right. it blows up pretty quickly. You can just get RNG into just losing. Instantly. Exactly, and so people are like, "Oh, it's so because it has all the different. It's got the right. outwit, the prop, and perplex. Right. It's like, oh, you can do whatever you want. And it's like For 25 well, points, yeah. right? But you yeah, never, that's if you land on it. Yeah, and you so, don't. And you so don't know how long you're gonna have it. Point for that. So there's two sides of the coin for something like this, and it it really depends on what you need it for. So like, if you just need a one turn taxi, like she's not that bad because she's sidestep flyer and has outwit with an 18 defense. So that stuff's all good, right? Right. And then, but the thing is, she does have like the broken armor token, right? So she could die after one hit, but she could also live her as many as five. Right. Uh, I think so, you know. Do you know what you know? You might want to. I was just thinking off the cuff here, like a Mitzelplex combination with her. Would help, right? Because then he could at least control, like if you don't no, like it, whatever it you. It, it can't be rerolled, so um, he can. Okay, yeah. yeah. Like I said, I was thinking off the top of my head there, but yeah. Yeah. Well, that's Mixy can't save so, it. Yeah. yeah, that ruined that. Yeah, I think she's pretty good, but Mixy Mixy's another thing that I think people sleep on still. Um, you know, er, uh, the way that it works right now, stuff kind of goes in waves, right? So, like, you'll see, like, Shredders, and then people are like, oh, what beats Shredders? Well, a lot of Invincible. Who has a lot of Invincible? Well, Jakeem Thunder can pick it every turn. Okay, let's play Jakeem. So then it's like, okay, does anything beat Jakeem? Oh, yeah, like, you know, this team beats Jakeem. It's like, all right, cool. And it's like, oh, but that team loses the Shredders. All right, let's play Shredders. You know, so, like, that, it just kind of goes like that. You know, but, you know what we've always called it? We've always called it rock, paper, scissors. Yep. Like, you'll build yeah. your team to and, face and one thing. And sometimes there's Lizard's Spock, right? Right, exactly. You build your team to face one thing, and if you face it, great, you're gonna beat them. And if you never see that team, you just lose. You'll lose. Like I remember one time I built the team specifically against Nick Fury, so it was four equal point characters, ranged and and all kinds of different stuff, and uh, didn't play a single Nick Fury in the I, whole event. There were like, and I played four of them. <laughs> right. There were there were easily twelve to fifteen people playing a Nick Fury. I somehow drew right. five people who never once even heard of him. One of those was me. That's true. And one of those was me. That's true. And I, I rolled Nika. I won. Which was so sad because my team destroyed you in testing <laughs> all night. And then this, and then I couldn't hit an attack. So jumping from the ROC uh, a few weeks after that, uh, the next big clicks event is uh, the World Tournament at uh, Origins Game Fair, mm-hmm. which you will be attending. Um, I guess. Yes, I mean, do you have and like a team that you claim? Too. Yeah. Do you have a team that you like claim at all, or is it just you just Aaron Cantu? Um, I'm on the Majestic team right now. Okay, okay. Well, I was going to say you could be our honorary member, but, you know, go go hang out with Patrick. Hey, I don't, well, I don't, I don't know that I want him on our team yet. Shut okay. up, Corey. All right. So um, going into to Worlds, though, um, it's going to be a little bit different story. The What If set's going to drop. Um, and so it's not going to have a lot of play tests before that goes on. So going into Worlds, what do you, sure. what do you expect that you're going to see while you're at the tournament at Worlds? Because the Worlds tournament's a little bit different than ROC. Like some of the figures are, are legal. For, uh, the WizKids events. Yeah. So, um, so, so like, 
the ROC tends to have people like trying new stuff, you know, um, especially being so close to Worlds. So you're going to have like guys who want to test their Worlds team. Like Paris might bring his team for Worlds to the ROC, for yeah. example. I've talked to a couple people um, already who said that the same team they play at Space Cadets, they're going to play at Worlds. So yeah, right. definitely. And then you're going to have people who want to like keep their team hidden from uh, Worlds, you know. Uh, so you know, there's there's always two two sides of the coin, right? Um, but Worlds is kind of different because like people are less willing to take risks on their team. So like while you know, take for example last year, Kenny Pena. Kenny Pena is one of the best team builders in my opinion, that's in the game. Um, he's very smart, and he tests a lot of stuff, and he's got, you know, he's creative with what he does. And he's got a good team of guys that, that he can bounce ideas off of. Um, so he can build all these amazing teams. But then last year he goes to Worlds, and he plays a Quinjet because it's the most sure thing. Right. Right? So, so the most sure thing right now is Jakeem Thunder. So I would say a good half of the field would be playing, like, Jakeem Thunder, Felix Faust, and Pim Pocket Tank. With because the, uh, the Green Blue Lantern? Team, what's that? With that Green Lantern as well? For like Now that the Pocket yeah, Tank doesn't you, Yeah, with like the Green Lantern. Yeah, exactly. It's a theme team. The figures are tried and true, you know, and it's it's a very effective combo. I just saw that combo get wrecked in like four moves. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it can happen, but, you know... Chances it, are it's got it's for got the most big part, part people play with the sure thing. True, true. That happens a lot. So uh, there's that. Shredders are a pretty sure thing too. Like you know what you know what they can do, what the you know what the weaknesses are. Um, but with the introduction of the boxing ring, which you can purchase there, um, you, you're going to see some like more interesting stuff. I, I anticipate seeing a lot of bizarre green arrows. Yeah. Um, especially with the boxing ring being legal. So he kind of throws a monkey wrench into a lot of teams because Heroclix as a game is predominantly range-based, and Bizarro Green Arrow just is like, no, I'm not having that. There's a pretty good figure in the Avengers Defender War set, uh, the Foggy Nelson. I think it's Foggy, mm-hmm. where he can give an adjacent character, a friendly character. He takes a power action and picks one character, and that character can't have their combat values modified by the the other team or something like that. They can't be outwitted. They can't be outwitted. Out, is it outwitted? Yeah, okay, or countered, it says. Countered, yeah. So, I mean, and he, there's a lot of good cheap figures in that offender, the ADW set that can that help out a lot. 80-point Hulk. Right. Or, or their values decrease. So, yeah, like, so that would be something that's useful, you know. Um, but even then, it's, it's tough. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. It, it's going to be really interesting. Like, you could all, if you're worried about that, you can always play, like, um, was it called the Joker and Lex Duo or World's Finest? Because their values can't be decreased. Right, right. I I personally think so. we're gonna see at least one of those uh, Thor's we were talking about on your show, the new from the What If set, where mm-hmm. if, if it's adjacent to Mystical, fifty points or more, you can give the double token right. action to the Mystical guy, and Thor can just attack again as a free action. Um, I th- right. I, well, what do we say? Two Doctor Stranges and the Thor. I think that's gonna be the the staple of some yeah, teams. Yeah, pretty useful. And then they're still gonna have some. Um, they're gonna have some budget still for support pieces. Right. So there's like some other interesting stuff in the Avengers uh, Defenders War, but are in the what if? I mean, um, right now uh, Scott Porter is doing these unboxing videos where he does two boosters a day. Yeah. And so we're starting to see a lot of stuff. Um, 
I can tell you with confidence that the um, chases in the set, there's four chases um, are with, uh, and they're all Venom themed. Oh, okay. So the one revealed today was uh, Venom Punisher. Um, so, yeah, he's he's got decent values, plasticity, shape change, and automatically breaks away. Nice. The symbiote thing. Well, Aaron, we're going to have to get yeah. out. We're going to jump out of here, man. We appreciate you being on Nerds Thug Radio with us here today. And uh, good luck at the uh, at Worlds. Yeah, sometimes after Worlds, uh, maybe the show after, we'll have to touch base with you yeah. and, and uh, get a recount of how things went. Let's show. Uh, but thanks for the championship, Bill. Thanks, thanks, man. We appreciate it. Hey, uh, We're gonna have fun. And thanks for listening to Nerd Thug Radio. Yeah. Uh, don't forget the podcast drops tomorrow. It's on Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio. Same Nerd Thug ch- time, same Nerd Thug channel. Hashtag talking nerdy to you. Thanks for checking out this production on Old Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's radio station. For more information on this show and other shows on Lone Star, check us out online at IRLoneStar.com. If you're interested in sponsoring a program on Lone Star Community Radio and reaching the local audience of Montgomery County on FM, Internet, and TV media, please call 936-647-5747 or contact us online at IRLoneStar.com. This recording is a Lone Star Community Radio production. Produced by the show host and Dick Schistler of Lone Star Community Radio. Interested in volunteering as a music DJ or starting your own talk show? Yeah, contact Dick Schistler at dick at irlonestar.com or by phone at 936-647-5747.